What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back, back, back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. A.K.A. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Stradamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole freaking show. The CEO, Niggero of Fixes Minds, LLC. The unbiter, the undebatable, the undisputed best edutainment here on YouTube. I am the Morpheus of the mating matrix, the chocolate of Confucius, the black Moses, the spirit of Eli Elijah, the deliverer, Senor Notre Bajo, Gregorio Greybeard, the, the ladies, the lovely ladies love to call me Senor Third Leg Greg. I am also known as the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, and I'm better known as CGA. And that is see God Allah. And I am the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. The most dangerous show is back after a day off. New, 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 and I hope y'all ninjas had your bail money and you didn't end up in jail sniggling. I hope y'all ninjas didn't get any of these skeezers pregnant. And I also hope y'all ninjas wore your condoms. All right. So all of that in the bag of chips ahoy. And if you didn't wear your condoms, we know what happened. All right, Ninja might have had to pull out and go right down the gullet. And this show is already not a family show. But this is the best show, so do me a favor and smizash that like button. I had to take a day off on Friday because, man, I had a long stream on Thursday. Plus, I went to go kick it with the junior coach gang member, all right, the junior senior coach gang member, my son, who is chomping at the bit and will get his justice as well. To contribute to today's show, the dollar sign, the notorious, wait a minute, what is it? <laughs> All right, what is it? Uh, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo is Coach Greg Adams TV, and the pay pizzle is PayPal. Dot me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, maybe. Or you can super chat on the notorious new, 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 new world order. CGA channel, indeed. And we got a great show for you lined up today, how single women have ruined dating and mating in relationships by making ninjas pet wallets. And I know you're like, hey, we're talking about this again. Yes, because we have new videos of women out here proclaiming to treat ninjas like pet wallets. All right. And so now for the new generation of men, the men that have just become adults, the men that live in easy times because easy times create weak ass ninjas and mitches and bird chested men. These easy times have created a weak amount of men that don't know how to navigate in today's mating marketplace. And it takes a man like me, a gentleman, a man with sensitivity to lead these bird-chested ninjas to the promised land. And that is through the Free Agent Lifestyle. And the Free Agent Lifestyle is not only the name, the name of this channel, it is the name of the podcast and the name of the book. And I encourage you ninjas to pick up my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, because in there you will get the manifesto. You will get the great Coachellini's philosophy. Yes, I'm a philosopher. And I think very deeply out here to teach you men how to not live a bird-chested lifestyle 
coming through here. We got a great show for you lined up. We also have Doom and Gloom CGA, a lengthy Doom and Gloom CGA. Shout out to our little ladies. Be like, Coach, I like your length. The coach, the, the ladies, you know, I know you watching me. And they're like, I like your length. And they be like, I'm going to the streets. End of story. All right. The ladies be like, I like your length, coach. And they also say this right here. Where is it at right here? Oh. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Yeah, that's what they say. So anytime I say length, the ladies say. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Yeah, my third leg. Yes. I'm not talking about that length, but this will be a lengthy show. But we'll have a lengthy doom and gloom CGA. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. We also have Straggle and Sniggle Theater and much, much more. So hit that like button to keep the show going, to keep the show going. And we're going to wake y'all punk asses up in the building. Let me get to the earlier contributors to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate. Of course, if it's for money, I guess it's supposed to be that way. But shout out to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund getting us through one day at a time to free young CGA. And that's what the contribution is going through. These love gifts, these love gifts are from the heart, and I appreciate them very much. Anyway, let's get on to today's show. What do we got here? Albert Wesker says, hashtag the, rope to, the road to Gumpamania begins now, right after the Royal Rumble. Coach, we need a Gumpamania show, like a mini 12 simps of Cheesemus, fatal four-way between Gumps. DJ Academics is the champion right now. Shout out to DJ Ack. Yeah, 500. What was the number he got stolen from him? A half a milli? Oh, hell no. Daniel McGee says, leverage options, peace, quiet, and freedom. Thanks, CGA. Enjoy. My aunt says, if I were in that Gumpamania, I would be styling and profiling. Woo. He says, I'll have the babes on my back because he says, uh, toxic masculinity is where it's at. Woo. Shout out to you, Taramic Adam says, how about them? Ravens and Lions. This, oh, I, I skipped some. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I got Martin. But let's talk about them Detroit bad boy Lions. Well, they did pretty good in the first half. Taramic Adams says, how about them Ravens and Lions? Meaning Lions. He says, uh, glad to be back in school, coach. Happy Misogyny Mondays, everyone. Hey, that, that's a good one. Where'd you get that from? Is that a good one? We're taking that. I don't know if anybody else has come up with that. Misogyny Monday. We're going to have to steal that. AC says, Coach, I know Stacey Dash is in your top five, but she's falling the way of uh, Nia Long. Time to hang it up. Look up her niece, Ava Dash. That's quality calico. Hello. Hello, Ava Dash. Just, to, just, for, my, just for my research purposes only, I will take a look. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. Mm, she a flatback supreme. I see. I likes me a flatback supreme. I likes me a tenderoni. All right. You know, I likes me a tenderoni. All right. These soggy broads got to go. <laughs> soggy broads. Hey, man, shout out to the Soggy Broad Association. I mean, there's use for you. We call it recreational use only. Recreational use. I mean, we like you and all, but, you know, you're useful and all, but recreational use only. We also have Stephen Russell says the Jimmy Hat Fun. Get your Jimmy hats on out here. And Desert Brew Crew says some coffee money for you. God bless you. And God bless the coach. Gang, gang. Keep spreading the message. Keep spreading the message. (laughs) All right. He says, as far as I know, I made it up. All right. Misogyny Mondays. This is it. This is it. All right. This isn't misogyny. This is the truth. And the truth shall, shall set you free. 
We do have a couple of other brothers over here that have acknowledged themselves and made themselves present in class. They want to be acknowledged too. Okay. Josh F says the show you did on the man code and patriarchy was epic. Another memorable episode. Let the patriarchy rise and let these weak ninjas have a demise. We have a brother here that says no government name. And he says, I don't have to read the chat. Okay. I don't have to read it. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't read it. I won't read it then. <laughs> All right. Here we go right there. We have Adrian Paul back in the building. And I know he's going to gloat because this Kansas city chiefs won and they're headed to the four super bowl. He says, hello coach. Shout out to the coach gang gang. He says, sit down Miami, Buffalo and Baltimore. San Francisco has no chance in hell. Go chiefs. Shout out to Adrian Paul, a long, lifelong Kansas City chump. I mean, Chefs fan. Shout out to the Chiefs and hell to the Chiefs. Well, that's the Redskins song. Kayla says, what's up, coach? Pure American football fans lost yesterday. With the 49ers and the Chiefs winning, people wanted to see Cinderella in the Lions. He says, but now the Super Bowl will have people rooting for the Niners because of you-know-who. Probably Brittany, 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 what's her name? Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, probably her, man. Probably her. What up to Ilias, 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 shout out to you. Respect to you, CGA. Lamar out here throwing tantrums. And I must say, I must say this, and I'm going to say it. I told you Lamar Jackson. Did I say Lamar Odom? Probably did. You know, I'm an old man. I told you Lamar Jackson was not going to win a Super Bowl. And up until this point, I was right. I know you guys like him because he's cool. He's like the cool guy that can play sports, but he kind of can't get rightish. So you feel sorry for him. You know, he mumbling. He can't form a, formulate a sentence. Ninja trying to be a stand in the pocket quarterback. All right. Run option. Third, last option. Ninja, go ahead and be a running back quarterback. You don't need no good receiver, receivers. But I told you he ain't never going to win. I'm going to tell you, he got close. I was a little nervous. But I say he ain't never going to win. And there it is right there. The ninja is really not. He's really can't get right of the NFL. And I like the guy. He's a cool guy. But everybody want the guy, you know what I mean, the option quarterback, the run pass option, the dual threat. You guys want him to win so bad, and he ain't. He ain't going to win. <laughs> he's not going to win. I'll just be telling you. Now, I was nervous. I was nervous, but I just want to show y'all ninjas uh, something here from uh, CGA Sports Channel, which is demonetized. All right, because look, man, I got a child support hearing this afternoon. They trying to find, they they patting down all my pockets. I told you I ain't got no yop. All right, but this is me right here on the CGA Sports Channel predicting, in fact, who would be the final four and who would be going to the Super Bowl. Hey, man, y'all got to listen to me. All right, the top four teams in the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, San Francisco 49ers, and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I know. Yeah. Eagle fans. All right. And the Eagle fans were mad. And I know you what you're going to say. Coach, it was easy to pick them. These were the front-running teams. Guys, y'all have Philadelphia. You have Miami. You have Buffalo. Y'all had everybody in there. The Chargers. Ninjas had everybody in there. But now when I come in here with my predictions and I make the predictions, you had everybody but Kansas City and San Francisco. So don't I don't want to hear shit about my predictions. All right, you damn near had the uh, New Orleans. I had the Saints in there. But y'all ninjas was having everybody, the Houston Texans, the Detroit Lions. I picked who I picked. Fans are, Eagle fans are pissed right now. But I have to run a dark horse. 
Now, the people laughing at the Saints, the, the, the Detroit Lions were the Saints this year. The Detroit Lions were the Saints. So the, the Saints literally were got replaced by the Lions, who had not won a playoff game for 50 years. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You guys got the Lions instead of the Saints. You guys got the Lions instead of the Saints. So there was a Cinderella in there, and I knew there would be one. But hey, three out of four ain't bad. Three out of four ain't bad. I'm going to tell you, San Francisco, I'm sorry, Philadelphia getting put out. Philadelphia is not going to make it to the finals. They're not. They mad right now. I got them pissed. They pissed. Hold on for a second. They like, hey, yo, chill, son. And by the way, the Saints missed it by a game. The, the Saints missed it by a game. So they could have been in the playoffs easily. And Tampa Bay, who replaced them, got to the next game. So the Saints were close. I was close on the Saints. People are pissed. Who's the last? Who's the top two teams? Here's the Super Bowl right here. Here it is. San Francisco versus Kansas City Chiefs. There it is. Now, this is, of course, if everybody's happy. There it is. Uh, healthy. There it San is. Francisco teams. Listen. Here's the Super Bowl right here. Listen. San Francisco versus Kansas City Chiefs. There it is right there. Ninja, give me my props, Ninja. Don't talk about the New Orleans Saints. Give me my damn props. I don't want to hear shit. Y'all had Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills. Ninja had the uh, Eagles. You had everybody but those two teams. You had the Lions. You had the Ravens. And I stood on my square. I stood on business. I stood on business. And that was September. That was before the NFL kicked off. I don't want to hear a damn thing. I don't want to hear shit about a tampon. Give me the nappy and make me happy. Your host said Pappy could just slap me harder. All right, here we go. San Francisco, Kansas City predicted by Coach Greg Adams. Indeed. New, 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 new. The notorious Coach Radamus is still here. That's why they call me the notorious one. I strikes again. I strikes again. But I'm going to show you what else I struck again on, and that's Doom and Gloom CGA. Listen up. All right, all right, Doom and Gloom CGA, and here, another Coach Greg Adams special right here. I told you mass immigration in 2018, 2019 is going to be the order of business here in America, and yes, certain minorities are being replaced. How are you being replaced? In some urban crawls, between 600 to 1,000 immigrants are coming through in New York, and Terry, look, whole families you guys are out here on your feminism. They bring in three and four children and uh, gorditas that's ready to get knocked up like, like crazy. Look, about 600 to 1,000 migrants arrive in New York. And look at these. These are fertile women. All right? No feminist in here. Fertile women. All right? Let me go knock a couple of them. Uh, let me at them. Let me at them. Where are we at here? All right, these ain't the only people coming across. They had a whole terrorist come through, and he was bragging at the border. We'll cover that another time. But, yes, ye are being replaced. I just told you that. That's going to change the direction of our country in the next 40 years to 50 years. This is a big deal. Now, I'm not for or against it. I, I just, it is what it is at this particular point. I have no political battle in here. However, this is what's happening. It's going to continue to happen. And, of course, if Joe Biden's groups 
wins the next election is going to happen more and more. We're probably going to be at the point where it's going to be 5 million, 5 million strong at this particular point. And there they are right there. A lot of, a lot of fertile gorditas. All right. In there. Look at that gordita. Look at them knobby ass knees. Oh, give me, let me at her. All right. That's where we are. And guess what? Ain't coming back. 2019 ain't coming back. Larry Berg's not walking through that door fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Yes, and there goes your social services. Negroes, I gave you a warning shot. How, how long ago did I give y'all Negroes a warning shot? I told the African-American, all right, who was dependent, and you guys are dependent on the social services. Uh, I told all you mammies, you single mammies out here, I told you guys, you, you guys are, you guys don't know what's about to hit you. You guys are being replaced. The bottom it's just been replaced. You're being pushed up. You're going to be challenged to work or you're going to fall into poverty, poverty and be asked out. I told you that. I've been telling you that. And y'all call me all kind of Sambos and Uncle Toms. But um, now you can no longer deny it. But CGA is the truth. And I am Coach Adamas for a reason. New, new, told you this new, was going to happen. World order. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. By the way, you voted in the person that's replacing you. That's not even debatable. That's not even political at this point. It is a goddamn truth. It is a goddamn truth. Speaking of, they holding the line down in Texas. Governor Greg Abbott, shout out to the governor, the governator down there in Texas. Greg Abbott is holding the line. And it says the Republicans rally to Abbott's defense in the border standoff with Joe Biden. As a matter of fact, Greg Abbott said, F the Supreme Court. Throw me in jail. He basically said, look here. Oh, where's my pictures of the barbed wire? Let me take that down. Uh, basically, what they're doing is they're having a standoff. The good old state of Texas having a standoff down there at the border, and he's put up a barbed wire against people coming across the border. Well, that don't matter. Joe Biden don't give a damn about that damn barbed wire. Well, if essentially what's happening is he's violating the Supreme Court ruling that says, hey, essentially they can come across the border. There's nothing we can do, all right? The, 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 uh, the Border Patrol just checks them in and sends them wherever they want to go and damn near give them a blessed airline ticket to do so. Greg Abbott's been sending uh, migrants to New York City, that damn governor shuffling ass Eric Adams been trying to send them back. Shuffling ass Eric Adams cutting everything across the, the budget, including public library use and so forth and so on. Trash pickup, trash pickup. So they can actually send some money, give some money to these migrants. And Governor Abbott's trying to stay in old business. He said, fuck all that, man. I'm holding a line down here. So that's what's going on right here. But uh, anyway, this is a whole shit show. New, 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 new <laughs> it's a whole shit show, man. I ain't got no dog in the fight at this particular point because it's too late. And I have to throw my hands up. All right. Because this next bit of news will tell you where we're going. And I didn't warn you. I didn't warn you. Don't say I didn't warn you. Now, here's another warning that you're going to miss. Taylor Swift. I know you guys are seeing her at the Super Bowl. I know you guys are tired of people talking about her. I know you're thinking that she's some sort of uh, industry plant and whatnot. But what you don't know is Taylor Swift will have a massive effect on the 2024 election. If she does endorse a candidate or any political side, she has the likelihood to sway the entire election. Let's just do the math. The majority of Gen Z will be voting age, which is the age of 18. They also... Uh, they also sugar babyish, right? So they're ba sugar baby eligible as well. Uh, they're also war age eligible, but they'll never face war. They're saying in this particular um, poll that they poll, you know, they poll people, and the poll is conducted by Redford in Wilton Strategies. They found that 18% of voters say they're most likely or significantly more likely to vote for a candidate endorsed 
by Taylor Swift. New, 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 new world. Yeah, you heard it right here, Ninja. Hey, Gen Z will be the most pivotal group in this election, Ninja. New, 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 Ring new the goddamn world. bell. Ring the bell. I know you guys are like, why is the NFL showing Taylor Swift? Well, she has a stranglehold on the marketplace for young women. A stranglehold. I mean, and a, 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 a stranglehold. She brings in billions and billions of dollars. Billions and billions of dollars. And yes, she's going to, if she does endorse either side, they don't even know what side she's going to endorse. But I would probably feel that she's going to endorse the liberal side. 18%. Mm. <laughs> 18%. If that's not doom and gloom, I don't know what to tell you. Hi, yeah, yeah. And that's just based on the poll of a polling of a small percentage of people. But listen, if you know, you know. Uh, this is definitely something that you're going to have to worry about. They said Taylor Swift is in a class all by herself. And they ain't lying about that. They ain't lying. Anybody that want to deny that, the Taylor Swift effect, you guys are going to be out here going crazy. And, of course, if they put a little bit of money in their pocket, they'll do it. All right, next episode right here on a legendary Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's take you to uh, Chocolate City. Chocolate City. Shout out to ABL who is Anthony Brian Logan, his website right here has some news. It says DC liberals defend criminals stealing from a now closed CVS. But let's take you to the scene here. I reported on this story. CVS stores are um, open despite mostly empty shelves. I'm going to take you to a video here. That's going to explain what's going on. And then we're going to take you to a video to see the results. And this is the results, basically, of liberal-minded people. Let me just go ahead and play the video. A store in D.C.'s Columbia Heights neighborhood being repeatedly targeted new, new, by new, new, thieves. New Take a look order. at this video here. Now the shelves are bare and empty. Fox 5 Sierra Fox in Northwest after checking it out and hearing from customers that are concerned about the 14th Street location. Take a look here. When you walk into this CVS, oh. you think the store is closing. Sierra Fox. Barely Sierra Fox, a nice piece of calico. Anything on the shelves. In fact, the only items in stock are the ones that are locked up. She fit. I did ask an employee what gets stolen the most, and they just laughed and said everything. Oh. I spoke with multiple customers who say it's frustrating. Yeah. It makes me not want to shop there, to be honest. I go and get my prescription, and then when I... <laughs> prescription. Ninja, <laughs> mm. we done out here. Prescription. What is your prescription for? Uh, Probably a STI and or depression and anxiety. She looks like a depression and anxiety victim, too. All right, her prescription, because she sure is jovial now that she popped her pills. All right, let's continue. I need other things. I go elsewhere because there's nothing there to get. According to people who work at the CVS in Columbia Heights, a big group of kids, like 45 or more, walk in before school, after school, and late at night to steal chips and drinks. They even throw the food and beverages on the ground and stomp oh, no. on them, leaving behind a big mess. mess. Fox 5 did witness teens doing that while inside the business teens. and even after they walked outside. Staff at CVS have been alerted that thieves are aware of when new shipments come in, Damn. and that's when they target the store we're told that street vendors are allegedly paying people to what? go in and steal stuff so they can resell it oh. when we walked down 14th street in oh, northwest dc we did notice street vendors selling toothbrushes oh. men and women body wash car fresheners as well as laundry and cleaning supplies which are some of the same items no longer available at oh, what a coincidence however there is no direct evidence at this time that it did come from the store oh there's no direct 
Mm-hmm. All right. And so you're hearing what's going on. Street vendors are selling the exact same things that are coming out of the stores. There's no evidence that it came from the stores. They just happen to be selling the same things that came from the stores. And these teenagers are out here shoplifting like crazy. Straight Jack. Wow. Some D.C. residents we spoke with actually expressed sympathy towards the people what? wiping out the aisles. Wait a minute. I'm stuck. I mean, it's bad to do at the same time. They're probably doing it for a reason. They need those things. But what? They shouldn't just be going in and clearing the shelves because this isn't sustainable for them. What the hell? <laughs> she said, I feel bad for them. They actually need those things, despite the fact that the street vendors are allegedly selling the exact same thing. They need them. Oh, white liberalism going crazy. White guilt is crazy. We need some real hang them high white folks. Where y'all at out here? Straight Jack. Y'all need to get on these ninjas necks out here. The store. A lot of folks actually can't afford any of the things in there. I'm not saying that ceiling has to be the solution to that. What? However, I don't know. Maybe the city can provide more accessible resources to house or under-income folks that can provide them, like, hair care, bodily care, hygiene care, et cetera. Oh, ninja. What that mean? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This ninja said... Well, you know, uh, my solution is maybe the city can provide them toothbrushes and bodily care so they don't steal. Really? Ninja, are you? Straight jacket. Come on, Ninja. <laughs> this Ninja, what? Hey, uh, you know what? You guys are so downtrodden economically. We're going to give you toothpaste, toothbrushes, bodily care, body wash, provide, sponsored by the NWO. New, 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 new world order. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Pro, is he a pro black? He probably just a tippy toe. I can't tell what this ninja is right here. That could be an option. Now that CVS on what a solution Street in particular does have one security guard inside during business security hours, guard. but customers and employees we spoke with say they don't think that's enough and that they want to see these shoplifters held accountable for their actions and prosecuted. Huh. We did reach out to CVS for this report. Man, this little flatback right here. This little flatback right here. We do have an update on the story here, a sad update. Uh, the liberals' solution didn't work because here's the update. Hey, 9 News at 11, we begin with an unfortunate update for people who rely on the CVS in Columbia Heights. Thank you for being here with us tonight. I'm Lorenzo Hall. I'm Leslie Foster, and CBS tells WUSA 9 it is getting ready to close the location on 14th Street in Northwest D.C. That is the one right outside the Columbia Heights Metro Station. Now, this might all look familiar because we've shown you the bare shelves there several times in the past six months. Goodness. Employees oh, say they can't keep much in stock. They say thieves are even targeting the store's trucks on delivery day. Oh. So what's next for the employees and the people who pick up their prescriptions at this CVS pharmacy? Our Casey Nolan is outside the story northwest with answers so uh, it's not a surprise at all and it's sad for the neighborhood it's the news many say they could see coming i think mm. i picked up like one oh, item there thanks. one time successfully oh, given how these shelves have looked for months the only thing left is are the greeting cards and um the sunblock since oh ninja oh ninja did you catch that did y'all catch that shit <laughs> i caught it First of all, hit the like button on this stream. We got 13,000 people here, only 500 likes. This is despicable, man. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We just getting started for this morning. This ninja said, the only things that are left are the greeting cards and the sunblock. Wow. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> ninja. Mm. Let me think for a second. Who possibly could be the thieves wait a minute who are you the sunblock ninja mm. the greedy 
this is a disgrace. <laughs> Why they didn't steal the sunblock? We know it ain't white people. They would actually steal the sunblock. Man, they left the books and the greeting cards in the sunblock. Ninja, send it. Send it, Ninja, send it. <laughs> ah, I'm going to play it again just in case you missed it. He said the greeting cards and the sunblocks is the only thing left. Oh, my Lord, Ninja Wowzers. The only thing left is are the greeting cards and um, the sunblocks. Damn. You know, he tried to throw that racist shit in there. That's racist, sir. That's racist. <laughs> is the wave pomade there anything? Did they have the uh did they have the Dukes or the Dax? Did they have a wave pomade? Nah, they didn't have none. They didn't have none. Nope. All right. That's doom and gloom. Let me see here. Do I got another doom and gloom uh segment here? I do. An update. A very, very tragic update here. Oh, I got a, I did say it was a lengthy doom and gloom. A tragic update on the effects of divorce. Remember, I reported on the Ace family, this wonderful, beautiful family, uh, racially ambiguous of all, and a very uh, reflection of America, very popular uh, people here on YouTube. Well, they recently announced they're going through a divorce. They're going through a divorce. And I told you, I don't care how much money you have. Divorce is hard. It's like a death. And what happened was, I'm going to just show you what they used to live like. They used to be living better now. 18 million subs. Uh, people have done uh, several videos on them and living their lifestyle. And this is them uh, living better, off the, living off the fat of the land, getting a, collecting them YouTube checks. There's their beautiful daughter right there. There's the fancy mansion. All right, they got two mansions. All right, check that out. And he's living the dream out here. You see it? It was all a dream. And this was 2018. Let me show you how fast life can come at you. Especially when you're dealing with a divorce. This nigga smiling, showing teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, showing teeth. Look at this wonderful family here, man. Oh, I thought there was more. What am I looking at here? All right, uh, I, th I think he's talking about how, how they live in the dream. There he is, and he got his girl by his side. He got his woman helping him build. He's smiling. He, he's smiling, showing all kind of teeth. All right, where's the, where's the part that I wanted to show? Oh, there it is. Okay, so this the house. There it is right there. Mm, look at that, man. They living in the hills, all right? I used to do production like that on my vlogs. Hey, man, why am I showing so much? There, there it is right there. That's what I wanted to show you. All right, you got the BMW. Woo-wee. All right, he got the drip, drizip. Look at that. Range Rovers, Wrangler Jeeps. Damn, son. Where'd you find these? All right, look at this. This is great, right? Fantabulous, right? But here's what we're going to show you here, man. Divorce is hard. Divorce is hard. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, now the gentleman is living in an RV outside of his ex-wife's house. Allegedly. Now, this could all be for clout. This is covered here. It says YouTuber Austin McBroom is now living in an RV outside of his ex-wife's house. Man, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, man. Divorce. Divorce is, divorce is hard, man. And now that's a nice RV. That definitely is a 100,000 plus RV. Yes, indeed. That's a very good RV. And I don't think he's broke in the center. Like, he's not broke like me. But I'm broke, you know what I mean? But allegedly, this is what happens when you're in a divorce and you can't live with each other and cohabitate. You can't use funds. You know what happens is you can't use funds to move to a better house because a lot of things are still being contended in a divorce. 
So you can't just go and buy a house. Many times if you rent a house, I rented an apartment during my divorce and they subpoenaed the lease. Mm. <laughs> right. They subpoenaed the lease as to try to show what type of income I had to qualify for it. Yeah, it gets that ugly. So what happens is in order for you to stay close to your kids, your decision is and because you are tied up, your finances are tied up, your finances are tied up. You normally want to give the house and the kids to the to the mother and the children. Wait, you normally want to give the house to the mother and the kids. What happens is the father tends to do shit like this. Now you're living in an RV. All right, let's let him explain it right here. Uh, there it is right there. Always bless my new house. This is divorce. I don't care if you make a lot of money or a little. It happens. Just a little update regarding my living situation. Unfortunately, I was unable to move into the home that I really, really wanted. And you guys know how much that meant to me because I get to be as close as I can be to my kids. But I did figure out another solution that is just temporary, but it's as best as I can do for now. And I'm happy with it. And as long as they're happy and I'm happy, that's all that matters. So this is what I did. I was able to get this new motorhome, And so I'll be living here temporary and they're right here so I yeah still they're right there that's where they are the kids and the wife are in the house all right his ass is in an rv guys i know people that have lived like that i know people who live like that divorced meaning like in order for his him to be close to his kids and see his kids as much as he wants that's what he chooses to do he's choosing to live like that he can move away but of course that's going to be used against him then he can't see his kid and access them as quick as he would like it, right? Now, this could end up in a restraining order in, in no time flat because she doesn't want him that close, meaning that she, she wants to creep. She wants to send the kids to Nana's house so she can get them cheeks clapped. And if that happens, which she separated, she can, he's going to interfere with that. So there's some things that are going to happen there. We're going to keep an eye on this story. But yes, that is marriage. That's divorce. That's divorce. Playing them like a fiddle. That's divorce, guys. I'm telling you, man. That's what dads have to go through in a divorce, just mainly to stay around their kids. Last story on this extended doom and gloom CG8. We're going to Memphis. Shout out to Memphis. Rental. Let's take you to Memphis here. Another rental scam by a, you know, black on black crime. Once once more, another rental scam. Let's take you to it here. Sasquanisha right here. Ta ta Alicia. All right. Scamming the tenants in her apartment. As a, I guess she's a leasing agent. Renters may be thinking twice before sending rent money through certain payment apps on smartphones. Now, in June, a Fox 13 investigation looked into claims from tenants at the Lakes at Ridgeway apartment complex. Well, they told Fox 13 that their rent money had been stolen in a cash app scheme. Tonight, the property manager has been arrested and is facing several charges. Fox 13 Sierra Jordan shows not only how tenants were adversely impacted, but also how it became so dangerous for others on that property. Tenants at this apartment Damn. complex here at the Lakes at Ridgeway said they had their rent money stolen through cash up through their former property manager, Erica Norris. Now I spoke to a former property manager who said he worked closely with Norris. He said he was shocked to find out this was happening right underneath his nose. Right, okay, right underneath his nose, huh? But cash up is never, uh -oh. never the way to go. Cash is never the way to go. But that's how some tenants at the lakes at Ridgeway Sub said they were asked to pay. But that money may have not ended up in the complex's account. Records show a tenant called the leasing office to pay her rent. 
Erica Norris, who was the property manager at the time, reportedly texted the tenant back from another number requesting the rent through Cash App, not to the complex, but to an account called Motion Taken. Motion Records taken. show the leasing office never got the tenants $1,200. Darius Townsend says he Darius. worked closely with Norris. It was embarrassing. It was humiliating. Oh. Once she left, you know, it was people still threatening to shoot up the office. Oh, you know, we had people to break in the office. We had fires that broke out on Woo the property. So, you know, she put me in, in the line of fire. Fox 13 investigates. Oh, no. Look at this, my ninja. What is going on in the black community? <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> Y'all ninjas be mad at me. Look at this right here, brothers. What in the hell? What in the hell is going on in the black community, brothers? Oh, oh man, boy, ain't nothing like this. Is the, oh my gosh, don't get me started, man. Look, don't get me started. We got a sugar in the tank, we got weaves, wiki weaves, we got fat, gelatinous booties, man. We got bonnets, man. Keep me out, keep me out this hood, shit. keep me out this hood. shit. All right. We had two snaps. Ninja hated it. Damon Wayne's homie don't play that shit. Ninja, we had the reading rainbow. We got straggles. Look at the what in the. <laughs> this is unbelievable. We got Democratic fish fries, slave plantation, monkey ate. you back in June about other tenants who said they were tricked into sending rent money to Norris. Again, they sent their rent money through Cash App. Well, records show it was another account for a cleaning service. They were crying. They was begging me oh, to keep moving them in. Man. And, you know, people got evicted. She deleted oh, my portal. So what? I won't be able to see. She stole, like, the money. Fuck. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Rest in peace to the community. Rest in peace to the community. I mean, y'all ain't got no chance with these migrants coming in. You guys have no chance with these migrants. So we got a, we got a straggle uh, stealing, stealing from tenants. Then we have this ninja. I mean, this is what the news is representing y'all ninjas as. So then we followed up with this ninja. Look, look at what the, look, look at this shit. Look at this shit. Sending rent money to Norris. Again, they sent their rent money through Cash App, but records show it was another account for a cleaning service. They were crying. They was begging me to keep moving them in. And, you know, people got evicted. She deleted my oh. portal, so I won't be able to see. She's the, the My man said the hood holy trinity. You got a stragnesia, you got a bonnet queen, and you got sugar and tankness. The holy trinity of the hood. Last thing we got is Pookie. That's all we missing. So, like, the money. Fox 13 reached man, out to I'm the... I'm done with this loud-ass woman. All right, she's screaming in my earphones, man. That's doom and gloom CGA. even know where i'm at i'm here i'm still here right surprisingly i'm still here what do we got coming up next we got straggle sniggle theater coming up next but hey man i gotta beg now we got 1500 plus on the free agent lifestyle channel 
I would like to get half the likes. So let's push the likes to 800 really quick. And I'm about 150 shorts at least. Ninja, that's at least. But we got almost 600 on the Notorious CGA channel. So we're well over 2,000 concurrent viewers. Ninja, the numbers are still there. Ninja, you can't deal with these numbers, Ninja. Can't deal with these numbers, Ninja. All right, we'll be at 25 plus our average viewers for sure. But let me get to some contributors to today's show. Supporters, love gifters, love gifters for the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund. Let's get back into it. It is our brother. Uh, Bill Hassa says, what happened to your intros like Kaylee? Oh, I can't play them no more. You know what I mean? I have to switch it up. But it, it, you asking for Kaylee? Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Oh, my Lord, Ninja. All the humanity. All right. He wanted to see some Kaylee. Just say you wanted to see Kaylee, sir. I know what you wanted to see. Walk the Plank says, the one thing I wanted you to be wrong on was the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Please play Stewie crying because that's how I feel. I don't know if I can pull it up fast enough. That's what I said. That's what he said. But I don't know if I can pull it up fast enough. And, uh, yes, it's proven that I cannot. But let me see if I can get it real quick. Uh, Yeah. There it is, right there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I told you uh, I told you that uh, Lamar Jackson, and, and I can say it with pride now, I said he ain't never going to win the Super Bowl. Now that he ain't in the semifinals, <laughs> all right? I was nervous, but I said it ain't going to happen, and y'all didn't listen to me. I don't make emotional decisions. I make decisions on logic. Delta Fox says, Taylor Swift, Exes include Joe Jonas, Harry Styles, John Mayer, Calvin Harris, and a few other men, but she's the prize to Travis Kelsey. She's a strag like many other female celebrities, and yes, new, 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 new she depends order. on Neotny, innocence, right? And for some reason, that you know what I mean? How old is Taylor Swift? Is she 27 or 30? Taylor Swift age. Now they're going to come after me by looking this up. She is 34. Wow. Jesus. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, uh, but she, she, but she plays a twenty-six-year-old. All right, she does. She does not come across as thirty-four, and that's basically because she's, uh, she's using neotmi and innocence, uh, to the full letter of the law. That's what she's doing. All right, and she, her, she engages a lot of young women who started off on her music ten years ago or so, and then now she's got these women. She's managed to transition these women into their Late 20s, early 30s. And that's you. Yeah. All right, shout out to our brother, Teron McAdams. Says, I'm predicting Taylor Swift will be a baby mama terrorist after the Super Bowl win by the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting enough, it's interesting. I heard she's not going to be at the Super Bowl because she's scheduled to be playing at the Egg Dome in Tokyo. That's where Mike Tyson got knocked out by Buster Douglas. But she's scheduled to be on a war tour with Muhammad, my man. During the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens there. I'm not sure what's going on. That's just rumor. Brown, 310, back in the building. Thank you, sir, for being here. And AC says, shout out to Austin McVroom in that RV out there, man. God dang, man. My man in the RV, but he ain't going to be the only one, Ninja. He ain't going to be the only one. Austin McVroom out here struggling, juggling. All right, and he's trying to be the good daddy. He don't realize, man, and... 
I think all of Austin McBroom's children are under the age of, I want to say six to eight, which means in effect, he's screwed. My man is screwed. Like he's going to have to play. And I think his youngest is probably as young as two or four, right? That, that dude is about to go through some hell. Kaylin says that somebody who was immersed in pop culture, I can say that Taylor Swift has more pull than Beyonce. If she's at the Super Bowl, she'll get more viewers than Ursher doing the halftime show. And I think Jay-Z is the group that organizes the uh, halftime show. But they would have got Taylor Swift, um, but they already had the show scheduled. I think they already had the show scheduled. They did not anticipate that this bromance, this romance would be brewing or else they would have put her up there. A lot of people don't realize, I think people would argue against you that Beyonce has more pull than Taylor. But again, that's ninjas that ain't left Jacksonville, right? I'm like, would you get out of Jacksonville? I know Beyonce got a stranglehold on single black women. She got a stranglehold on older black women. She got a stranglehold on tippy-toe-ass ninjas, right? She got a stranglehold on them. But do you guys know how many young white women there are in the company? <laughs> you guys don't know how many white women there are in America. And that's just the white women. Now, what about the wannabe white women? <laughs> like, you guys underestimate the amount. Just, it's, it's, it's amazing. I heard some conversations about this. Lizzo, just as big as Taylor. Beyonce, just as big as Taylor. Like, what? <laughs> In what world do you live in? First of all, they're separated by considerable generation gap. They have a considerable generation gap. Beyonce's more Gen X millennials. Uh, um, Taylor's more millennials Gen Z. I don't think Beyonce got Gen Z in a stranglehold. And that's Gen Z straggles. That's Gen Z single mothers. I don't think Beyonce has that. Not, not Gen Z young women. I don't think Beyonce got a stranglehold on that. So it's It's wild. Yeah, trans, <laughs> y'all crazy. Yeah, man. Taylor Swift's got, and, and not only that, mass appeal, like mass appeal. Uh, yeah, think outside the community. Y'all, y'all got to think outside the community. The community is a small populated group. People don't believe it, but it's not as big. In fact, put the number in on how many, but they have economic power. I will tell you this. Like the, the community has massive economic power. That's why people always say, if we put the money to our own selves, we'd be billionaires. And it's true. It doesn't happen, though. It doesn't happen. But put in the percentage of black women in America, just the black women, put in the percentage of black women in America. <laughs> it's like it's not that big. Now, it's big enough to start. It's big enough to make a difference, like make an impact. But it's not that big. Anybody put it in there. Put it in there. What, what is your guess? And I'm not trying to degrade them, but put in your guess of the, if you took everybody, took the immigrants. If you, if you took the immigrants that came across the border, sheesh, put in the percentages of, you're going to be blown away, floored. What is the percentage of black women in America? Of all the people. And that's Beyonce's audience. That's Beyonce's audience. Yeah. The percentage is exactly almost 7%. Like something around, it hovers around 7 to 10%. Give or take. 7, 7% is probably the 
exact number, the lowest number. But it's around that seven. If you count the immigrants, it's around 7% of the entire population. If you want to be generous, 10. 7 to 10%. Now, put the amount of Millie Mouth muskrat white women. What is their population? 34%, 35%. Okay, so with that being said, you take Taylor's audience, potential audience, and Beyonce's potential audience ain't even close. It's not even, it's not even close just on that, on potential audience. All right, anyway. Shout out to Jay Cool. He says, just stopping in to say hello and thanks that you do your research when you speak on a topic. Appreciate you, man. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Indeed. So it's like 30.4%, like of the American population of, of women. The potential for white women is like, I would say it's closer to 30, 30% at the lowest. 30% at the lowest. At the highest, 35, 33%. That is a definite, we're talking about millions. All right, anyway. Somebody said Beyonce music is better. <laughs> I can't listen to either one of their music, so I'm not even going to have that conversation. Both of their music is annoying to me. Uh, there's one sound of Beyonce's music that when I hear it, I'm just like, like it's the pitch of her voice and it's the, it's the pace of the music. And it's the, the whole bravado. I can't stand Beyonce's music. I can't really stomach it. I can't stomach Beyonce. There's only a few music that, that, that they'll play that I'll tap my foot. You know what I mean? All right. I'll tap my foot. But, yeah. I, it's just too, it's not even geared towards me. It's not even geared towards a man like me to be like, snapping my finger. <laughs> we like, right? It's not even geared towards me. Taylor Swift, too. It's not something that I could probably listen to. I probably would watch her on mute. Oh, by the way, I actually did a stream. I did a stream. Yeah, I did a stream on Beyonce's music where I read the lyrics. It was fantastic. Actually, I might have a clip of it. You guys want to see a clip? Let me see if I can do it. I got a clip right here of me doing the Beyonce music. Let me see. I might get a copyright for this. <laughs> I might get a copyright, but I'll play it. Let's see here. I did an entire stream on Beyonce's music. Hold on for a second. All right, hold on for a second. Let's play it back. I'm definitely going to get a copyright. The whole stream coming down. Here we go. Blue. With my girl, Drew. Cameron, D and Destiny. Charlie's Angels. Come on. Somebody's going to have a field day making a video about this. Question. Tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your celly when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Question. Tell me how you feel about this. Oh, man. This is just. <laughs> oh, man. Who remembers that stream? I've done some crazy streams on here. I read all of Beyonce's lyrics and I tried to interpret them. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Next, I'll do Taylor Swift. Next, I'll do Taylor Swift. All right. Yeah. Anyway, who remembers that stream? That shit was funny as hell. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. People was in there. You're ruining. There was women watching me going, you're ruining her music for me. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just reading her lyrics. Most of them don't make sense. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway. 
Uh, Derek Williams says, I can't wait to see Taylor Swift hoist the Lombardi Trophy free CGA Jr. Shout out to you. No government MSD says, Coach, my ring camera caught someone trying to steal package or stealing packages off my porch during the day. If I was home and took care of the thief, I would be in trouble. Send it, Coach. We're done. Indeed. <laughs> right? Indeed. Yeah. All right. Shout out to no government name says, I knew Kansas City would win the game before it started. Taylor Swift has generated over $300 million for the NFL this season. And uh, yes, the NFL trying to make money, y'all. The NFL is trying to make money. So they're trying to reach a demographic of people where it's just an instant, it's an instant coup for the NFL. So I get it from the business standpoint that that's what they're trying to do. And it's very, fairly obvious. It's fairly obvious. Hans, and by the way, they're saying Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Taylor Swift's boyfriend is playing in the Super Bowl. Oh, I do have an update on Taylor, uh, Travis Kelsey. It's coming up next. Hans Solo Shot first, shout out to you. Shout out to T. Will. Says your info is a must. Give me that barbecue two times. I got it, bro. I got it for you. It's barbecue in there. That's St. Louis barbecue. It's barbecue in there. That's Memphis barbecue right there, and that's a sponsorship. Yeah. I'm rich, baby. All right. Shout out to our brother, Oak James, says it's over. Ninjas Brown is the new black. Woo-hoo-hoo. Don't hurt him like that. Sheldon Ross says, LOL, got me dying in the gym. Right, got me dying in the gym. Uh, we had some sensitive Negroes in here, despite the fact that I went in hardcore on a cup. I went in on that. Remember the remember when you know there's some sensitive Negroes. I was talking about black women population, and ninjas like you love pink toes. Meanwhile, just earlier, <laughs> did I not go in on a zooted, a zooted Millie Mouth muskrat? All right, I know y'all got selective memories when it comes to shit that I say, man. Y'all really be in defense of y'all mammies. Y'all remember this earlier? Y'all don't remember this, do you? Let me show you. For some reason, when I do this and I go in on them, y'all don't hear it. What, what's wrong with y'all? Why are you so sensitive? I literally talked to her. I said she was picking up medication or perhaps herpes gel. I said that right here on this one. You missed it. It went right over your head like this. Or you laughed. But when I talk about y'all's queens, when I talk about y'all's queens and they ashy ass feet, now you want to be on here protecting your mammy. Coach like them pink toes. I literally went in on the on her early. Y'all some selective hearing ass ninjas. Wow. Like, what's wrong with y'all mammy ass ninjas? What's wrong with y'all bird chested? Same day, like minutes apart. I have been on for almost an hour. That was minutes apart I did that. And you immediately got in your feelings. Emotional-ass ninjas. You know what? That's why Lamar Jackson will never win the Super Bowl. He's an emotional-ass ninja. I told you. Sensitive-ass ninjas. Man, I can't stand y'all. For real. You the reason why I'm in the situation I'm in right now. <laughs> Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater. You think these ninjas feeling hurt ain't, ain't gonna be hurt? You think they hurt now? Wait till we get done with this episode right here. I should close some of these, uh, I should close some of these things here. All right, anyway, we have a guy that says, uh, here it is right here Hood Famous TV on Twitter. Them diamonds had that lady incomplete. 
shock. All right, let's play the video. As they can see, right now, um, this shit bigger than Nino Brown right now. You know what I'm saying? Notes from the go is on the way. As y'all can see, this shit bigger than life. That's not real. Is that real? Huh? Is that real? Uh-oh. Like? No. Really? <laughs> okay, so if you can coordinate diamonds. Yeah, for sure. I kind of want to know you. Oh, look at that boy. Jeez Louise. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir, brother. She and her I like black men phase. I recognize that. I lived in the suburb. This is definitely one of these women that's divorced or unhappily married. Super skinny. Look at that neck. All right, look at that neck. She's in my I'll try black men phase because black men will try her for sure. Straight Jack. Black man's like, I got a princess. I finally got a blonde woman after 20 years. And she 46, 50, 52. All right, you're going to be banging pelvis. That's what you're going to be doing. And like, oh, if you can coordinate. Now they out here, 48, 52, 60 years old, targeting rich black men. Hungry eyes. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, she in her full devil's advocate demon eyes in the building. Look at her eyes, man. This woman evil. Look at her. She's starving. Look at her. She went back with that skinny old body. <laughs> All right, look. If you can coordinate diamonds and this ninja happy. Niggas always got to show they teeth. Is that real? Huh? Is that real? Does it look like it? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you can coordinate diamonds. Yeah, for sure. I kind of want to know you. For sure. Oh, man. <laughs> look at that body good lord have mercy look at that yeah that brother's starving ninja that used to... <laughs> oh my goodness tales from the crypt hold on for a second let's pull it up let's pull it up that is not a flatback she used to be a flatback she was a flatback like 25 years ago now she looking like the whole what's the tales of the crypt ninja the tales of the not crypt Tales of the Crypt Ninja. Yeah, she looking. Wait a minute. I can't click on that. All right. She looking like this here. She looking like this. Oh, I like that. I like what you doing with that. Oh, my goodness. That's not a flat back. That's a flat back melted sloppy yogurt. She like, oh, you can coordinate diamonds. I got you. Mm. I'm going to tell you the amount of sog that's going to be on this. It don't look like it. This is called skinny fat, bro. This is going to be a soggy night. She's like, oh, you can coordinate diamonds. I think I'll take you. Look, take me. Yeah, she the crib keeper. <laughs> she out here starving for ninjas yeah, too. That brother starving. And she, no, she like, if I throw myself in front of him, a rich ninja, right? Rich ninja shit I do a lot of. Ninja, we be sipping out the bottle. Look at this ninja. Young thug ass as they, ninja. As they can see right now, um, this shit bigger than Nino Brown right now. You know what I'm saying? Notes from the go to on the way. As y'all can see, this shit bigger than life. That's not real. Is that real? Huh? Is that real? Does it look like No. <laughs> yeah, man. The Sogmeister beat this up. Really? <laughs> okay, so if you can coordinate diamonds. Yeah, for sure. I kind of want to know you. I kind of, man, damn, boy. She, she like, this is my second chance. Larsa Pippen style. All right, if you close your eyes. It'll just be like a it'll just be like a twenty four year old white woman. Just look at her hair, all right. If you close your eyes, it ain't gonna feel like one though. It's gonna feel soggy. She like, is it gonna? It is gonna. All right, I threw it. I knew it was one of these ninjas. All right. Anyway, is that gonna? All right. Shout out to him. 
Shout out to him. He got out of jail and he gets soggy white women. All right, shout out to him. If you can coordinate Dinah, diamonds, I kind of want to. Hey, by the way, man, this is when I, I like older women. They don't play games. Oh, no, they don't. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay, so if you can coordinate diamonds, yeah, for sure. I kind of want to know you. Damn, is that all it took? Man, that's terrible. Mm. What a straggle. All right, you hear that, Pro Blacks? I talked about somebody else, then your, your mammies. All right, let's one. Travis Kelsey's ex, Kayla Nicole, says, I'm over dating athletes. Give me a man with power. Mm. Oh, man. If you guys don't know, Kayla Michelle is in a recovery tour. Uh, Travis Kelsey's ex basically is, is it Kayla Michelle or Kayla Nicole? All right, I keep, you know what I mean. I just don't know. Let me see if I can pull it up. Kay oh, it is Kayla Nicole. All right, just so you can see here, uh, Kayla Nicole is the black woman that, that uh, dated Travis Kelsey, uh, most recently prior to Taylor Swift. And Travis Kelsey basically said, no, 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 no. I got to upgrade. I got to get my Pfizer stamp. I got to get my Pfizer poke. I want to get commercials, and I cannot do it with this woman. And black women went crazy. In fact, it, it, it was revealed that, that, um, that uh, take, uh, what you call it, uh, Kayla Nicole told Travis Kelsey, hey, this $4,000 an allowance ain't gonna do it. I want extravagant gifts. I want extravagant lifestyle. And he kicked her to the curb. He was like, nah, man, you asking for too much. You just a basic woman. All right, let me go get me a flatback Supreme out here. So she's on her tour as an update and says, I'm over dating athletes. Now we know they don't grow out of this. This woman's an attractive woman. Uh, she's hurt and she's bitter. She done lost the bag and fumbled the bag, right? She lost her lottery ticket. So she's like, I wanna upgrade. And uh, she sees her ship sailing, right? And uh, they don't grow up out of this. Carrie Hilson is like 40-something, still talking this noise, all right? Like they can select at the top. Yeah. And she's spoiled. There she is right there. She's spoiled, and she's seen the riches. Now, let's give you the update right here. Uh -huh. I see you say something about Jalen Hurst. <laughs> everybody know he fine i'll say it too look it's Literally, all right like everyone has eyes i got in so yeah. much trouble with that but that's also like that is my personality if you know me yeah. like, mm -hmm. my intentions are pure and also like mm -hmm. i'm a girl's girl he he has a, a girlfriend i have no intention yeah. of trying right. to slide in there wait did he yeah. have a girlfriend when you tweeted that apparently yeah all right so what they're talking about here is i don't know if you see this tweet let me go down to the bottom there's travis kelsey and kayla nicole next to uh britney mahomes and Patrick Mahomes and uh, Caitlin Nicole thought she was in there like Brittany Mahomes was in there with him and she thought she was good and then she got dumped she got dumped but uh recently this is her tweet about Jalen uh what's his name Jalen Hurts and she said fly eagle fly and she reposted him now we already discussed Jalen Hurts out here pandering to black women we caught your ass red-handed and Jalen Hurts is another young guy that these older women target. So they're they're discussing her tweeting about Jalen Hurts. And this hurts. Now, this is what her response is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's why it's in trouble. Man, I didn't I, even know you I'm had a sure that she would agree that that mm -hmm. is a fine man. Just right. like I think the rest of and the he's from the South, too. Yeah, and the, he, he's a whole package. I'm not going to sit here and pick him up because they're going to get me. <laughs> I, you you, you want to see for yourself, go on his Instagram. I don't know. Google it. But you'll see. You see, <laughs> that's um, a fine man. So you would date another athlete? Okay, so I'll never, never say never. Um, but I fully, wholeheartedly believe that I am like out of the athlete stage. I would like oh. to just date someone that mm. 
I do think that I'm attracted to men in positions of power. Mm -hmm. I also think that those type of men are attracted to me. Mm -hmm. So I would love to date like a executive of a record label or a movie producer. Mm -hmm. So then we could like go to the sporting events. Like let's date night be courtside of Lake Game. That's all the humanity. Woo! Woo! Ninja. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Man, they just don't throw in the towel. So she's over her pookie phase. She's over her athlete phase. And that's you. So now she's going to target. Remember, I tell you, women out here choosing. Women out here chase. So now you're targeting record executives. Like Diddy? Who who are you talking about? Ninjas with money? And that's you. Movie producers. So no more. (laughs) You're going to be a side chick at best. These people, now I'm in my CEOs, men of power. Oh, men with suits. Men, men, young, rich men with suits that start businesses. <laughs> and that's you. No rappers. No rappers. I want the executive. I want the ninjas doing the uh, the 360 deals. Not, yeah, I, that's who I pick. I pick you. And that's you. <laughs> These people out here, Delulu. Delulu is the Salulu out here. What'd she say? Executive of a record label right. or a movie producer. Mm-hmm. So then we could like go to the sporting events. Like let's right. date night be courtside yeah. of Lake Game. That's my kind of guy. Yeah, that's me. I don't really need to go to any more what? sporting events. She, because I have a jersey on with somebody's name on the back. Ah, <laughs> I did that. I did that. It was fun. Yeah. I'm good. I did that. That was fun. And that's you. She said, she said. Is anybody else? Just over this hookup yeah, culture. Yeah, I'm over hookup culture. I'm over dating culture. I'm over the athletes. I'm over the rappers. I'm over that, man. I just select them. And that's you. I'm moving on to my next. I want tech execs. Yep. I want CEOs, nigga row. Hey, hey, Kayla, I'm the CEO, nigga row of Fixes Minds LLC. And you was only getting $4,000 a month of allowance from Travis Kelsey. Damn, you was out here. And that's you. You was out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Starving abroad. <laughs> and of course, when that happens, she's just going to sue him if she doesn't get her way. She couldn't sue Travis Kelsey. She couldn't sue the Kansas City Chiefs. But she could sue a whole record label. How old is this woman? She's just going to be a side piece. And she's going to just get ramrodded, displayed, and all of that. And then she's going to get tossed to the side. Straggle and Sniggle Theater goes on with the last video. This is says, game is game. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly the gentlemen, pay attention to this. This is something that I brought up. Again, now we have a young lady that's going to bring this up. I talked about that young women should know their cycle. They have apps that actually um, let them uh, monitor their cycle, meaning their aunt flow. With that being said, does all, do all women use them? No. I know some women use them, and that is smart to predict uh, pregnancy so that if a woman is fertile, if she is ovulating, the app can kind of give her an indication of when to either increase her sexual activity to increase the likelihood of pregnancy or decrease it if you do not want to get pregnant. So most women know their body, and now there's apps. In these apps, women do interact kind of like some of these fitness apps where you where you interact, you enter your how, what you ate, and it will tell you your macros. It will tell you your, your micros. It will balance your nutrition out. So with that being said, some of these apps make women participate by saying how much sexual activity they've engaged in, right? So they'll tell you. They'll tell you in these apps. This And I said this years ago. 
But this woman's going to say that if the woman uses the app and doesn't let you see it, she's cheating. Okay, so listen to that. Listen to this. Has the flow app, but won't let you see it. Come here, listen to me. She's cheating on you. I don't argue with me. The girls don't argue with me. If your girl has the flow app, but won't let you see it, she's cheating on you. Why? Why, Gigi? Why did I? Why? Because on the flow app, you don't only log in the days of your cycle. You also log in when you've had intercourse. So if she don't want you to see that, there are days that are not going to line up to whatever it is y'all have been doing. So let me tell you once again, if your girl, get closer, if your girl doesn't let you see the flow app, she's cheating on you. And that's, I can put my entire existence on. Oh, have a good night. She said, oh, my goodness. This woman said, I tell, I, she said, I said this on my dead mama and my dead grandmama, Dia de los Muertes. I also will say it on my own dead grave. She said, I went undertaker on your ass. Now, we also know that women do have side, their, their, their option, the option in a relationship, in a marriage. They said 70% of women have their replacement, your replacement already picked out. They have their fallback plan. We know that women cheat more than men. This is not even disputable at this particular point. Anybody that disputes this, you're just a normie, and I don't have time for normies. You're just too much of a normie. Women have access to more men than men have access to women. And we got 80-20 rule. We have hypergamy on steroids. We have women easily be able to cheat, hookup apps, dating apps, and so forth. All right, and so um, this is stuff that she's sharing, not to stir up the hornet's nest. She's saying it against girl code, and it's a fact. I know women that use these apps, all right, and they've used them either for or against me, right? Saying that either they wanted to get pregnant and they were like, hey, I'm ovulating, come see me now. And I'm like, hell no, <laughs> right? Or I have women that say, hey, my ovulation is low. So I can have intercourse, either protected or unprotected. There's no risk. And I also told you as a man that is giving the best edutainment here on YouTube, I also told you that um, there's only a small window that a woman can get pregnant. And to the point, if they do get pregnant, it's not by an accident. All right, listen, in the old days, it's an accident. If a woman says she's actually got, accidentally got pregnant, she's either a moron and doesn't know her body, she has to have an irregular cycle, or she or she's um intentionally got pregnant. So that's one of the problems we're having today, and men are doing the old, well, not my girl. Yes, your girl. She could, if she has this app, and even if she's married, she has this app, she has to, if she's participating in it and looking at it, she has to log her sexual activity. If she's logging her sexual activity and you're not seeing it, and she says, I don't want you to see it. Watch out. Watch out. That's Dragon with Sniggle Theater. Hit that like button. We got not even half the likes. God damn. God damn. Let's go. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? All right, all right, do me a favor, hit that like button, best edutainment here on YouTube. We're going to come up, coming up, women in health. We have three videos talking about women in health. Also coming up next, the dating experience, how it's been ruined. We got some examples of that. And also men are just pet wallets. We're letting the ladies speak. So the, if these topics become redundant, if you're like, coach, what are you saying here? What I'm doing is allowing the new 
information, the new women, the new videos to speak for me. And then I can prove my point by giving you the fundamentals of the free agent lifestyle. Always practice your fundamentals. Jay Flo says, how do you do it, coach? Pick winners, not smashing. Pick winners, not smashing. Coach gang, how do I do it? I don't know, man. I have intuition. I have ninja intuition. <laughs> Face facts says Lizzo is bigger than Taylor and both Beyonce combined. Oh, he says, wait, you're actually talking about audiences. Oh, I see what you did there, but you're right. Lizzo is. Lizzo is bigger than Taylor and Beyonce. I got it wrong. Thanks for correcting me. Thanks for correcting me. Lizzo is bigger. By the way, Lizzo been quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton. Wait a minute. Wrong sound effect. Where's Lizzo been? Maybe the media's let her go. They're not even worried about Lizzo. Where's she been at? Papanaya Shelley says, I don't think it's coincident that Fruit Booty Central San Francisco is in the Super Bowl along with that Taylor Swift team. The NFL is rigged. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. It was supposed to be rigged for San Francisco and Baltimore. Then it was supposed to be rigged for Detroit and Balt and, and um Detroit and Baltimore, which would have been the Ninja Bowl, the first Ninja Bowl. Could you imagine the pimps that would have showed up? Um, now it's rigged. It was rigged for Buffalo Bills because um there was supposed to be a large bet that Buffalo would get through. Like, who is it rigged for now? But yeah. San Francisco, location-wise to Las Vegas, man, them tickets gonna be flying. Them tickets going to be flying because them 49er fans, you know the Mexicans going to come out. Shout out to the 49er fans. You got the the 49er fan base has probably the most valuable fan base along with the Golden State Warriors because you got tech nerds with just buku bucks and you got you got uh you got uh sugar in the tank ninjas, right? Sugar in the tank, they always got money. And then you got Latinos. Latinos going to spend their rent money going to the game. Latino or your fat, the teams that have the best, uh, the, the, the teams that have the, the most passionate fan base got Latinos. They ride or die on their teams. They ride or die. You want your team that has some Latinos. Now, somebody going to get beat up outside the stadium, maybe stabbed too. But Latinos bring that soccer, that Tijuana, that um, Chivas uh, spirit to the game. They bring that Chivas spirit. Latinos be out here tearing your ass up. Ninja, so they got crazy passionate Latino fans. I know. You got the Raiders, the Rams, the Chargers, and the Dallas Cowboys, and the 49ers, and the Dodgers, and the Dodgers, Los Doyers. And they be <laughs> Latinos gonna spend all their money to come to the game. Yeah. Any one of these teams, like that's why they always send them to Mexico. They send the Raiders to play in Mexico. Why don't y'all play down to Mexico? Game sold out. Your game sold out. They ride or die. Them ninjas going to be out there thick. All right, thick. They be like Chivas 49ers. It's going to be crazy. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, them ninjas going to be outside. Like, if they lose, now I got to cut you. they do make it fun. Hey, man, if your fan base don't got Latinos, you ain't got no fan base. You need Latinos. The Doyers. Yeah, the Texas teams. Man, they be coming out dressed up. Head to toe with their team. They got the jersey, the big-ass jacket, the hat, the bandana in the back, all of that shit. Shoes, socks. <laughs> mm. 
They faithful, Ninja. They faithful. They ride or die on their squad. And the 49ers, Ninja, they going to be coming down in 6-4 Impalas. They going to be coming down just all down the street waving flags. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> so they going to spend any amount on the tickets. Them tickets going to be flying. Shout out to the essays. And Viva La Raza. I don't want to get stabbed either, Ninja. Nah, I got to cut. Hey, I, I'm, I'm with them every week with Raider fans, so I already know. They my homeboys. Hey, man, if I seen some Latinos outside, we was at the grocery store, they wouldn't say shit to me. They'd just be like, but we at the Raiders fan? When we at the Raiders game, they be all love. All love. We all come together as Raider Nation. Don't be mad. <laughs> all right, anyway. He said the white Nike Cortez pickup trucks. They be outside going crazy at the, uh, what do they call it, the tailgate? They be having the DJs. Hey, man, if you ever go to a tailgate in Los Angeles, when when they're, the Charger Rams or the Raiders tailgate, them essays be out there thick. It don't be nothing but essays. Ninja, ninjas don't have no tent set up. It be like 10 ninjas and 80,000 essays. Mexican family, the whole family be out there. And they be barbecuing, making carne asada. They be having a woman mixing guacamole. They have the young Latinas out there. I'll be trying to look, but I know a ninja going to stab me. Now I got to cut you. Yeah, bro. The, the, the tailgate be lit. They be having the cervezas. They be pouring drinks. They like, come take a shot. They not stingy with the alcohol. <laughs> they cool as hell, bro. They cool as hell. Modelos, Coronas, Four Locos, everywhere. All you hear is Roger Trout and Zap. You be hearing old gangster music. I'm not your puppet. You hear it, bro. All right. Oh, it's wild out there, bro. It's wild. They be out there going crazy. Gorditas everywhere. Young piece of calico Latinas, young Latinos. Ninja, I be walking around like ninja. I bet not look. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to y'all. He says, if you speak Spanish, it's up, man. You know what I mean? They be dapping you up, too. Don't be out there when they cleaning up, though. You got to get up out of it. You got to go to the stadium. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, shout out to our brother KW. Says, hey, coach, I wanted to give you an update on my franchise journey. I've been approved to open one in my area. I probably did not mention it, but it involves dog training. So between the single childless mothers, middle-aged divorcees, I'll have a lot of potential clients. If I decide to go through with it, the money mindset has been very instrumental for me. Sorry for the long message, but thank you, coach. And the coach gang, yes, I do have a funny video on dogs, so that will sum up what you were talking about. Yes, you're going to be uh, in good shape because a lot of women will have dogs. A lot, a lot of women will have dogs. Kaylin says, even as annoying as Brittany Mahomes is, she's been in knee deep with Patrick Mahomes before he became an all-time great. Hence, that's why she got the reign. Kayla was never in that deep with Travis. She's a, only a side chick now, and she's actually qualified herself as a side chick. She'll never be any better than that. She's going to be forever single. Okay, we got... Um, and if she wants to debate me on this, bring it on. All right, bring that body on here. I'll put that body to the test. I'll fold. Shout out to Sheldon. He says, thanks for the truth about child support. That child support truth out here, man. That child support truth. Wait till my case is over, Ninja. I'm going to tell y'all everything, Ninja. I got, some, I got some shit for y'all, bro. 
Shout out to MC Hamster. MC Hamster says, but coach, she thick. Shout out to the thickness. And free agent says, coach, I saw your presentation at the 21 convention. He says, um, they were awesome. Spotify needs to hit a brother up. Good job speaking live. Free agent lifestyle for life. Go check them out over there. Indeed. Thank you, brother, man. Spotify, come through with the deal. All right. I got a court case right now, so I don't need the deal. <laughs> All right. But give me a give me about a, give me a few months to a year. All right. Baby mama watching pockets right now. Private investigator watching right now. You're supposed to be in a hearing right now. You're supposed to be in a hearing later on after the show. They watching my show. Trying to figure out, wait a minute, what's going on here? Okay, this ninja. This ninja make $14 million a year. All right, Spotify. I don't need the deal right now. Wait, wait till my son gets 18. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. All right, we ain't giving out free money like that. All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. What are we doing here? The date, uh, women in health. Are right, we love our women. Shout out to the ladies here. Uh, give the ladies the round of applause that are watching this show. Watching the show. We got 18, 1.8K on the Free Agent Lifestyle. We got almost 1,000 on the free on the Notorious channel. So what is that? 2.5K? God damn. CGA, man. The best of the best. Shout out to the ladies. We care about you. We care about you. Yeah. I want to share this story about it. Uh, we care about the health of women. And right now we have a toxicologist that are reacting to the phase that I talked about, the Sephora phase. It's amazing. I have a pulse to the society. So this is a toxicologist that are going to talk about the young women, Generation Alpha, and the Gen Zers, the young Gen Zers that are mesmerized by expensive makeup, Sephora. And this is the Sephora teen craze. And this is what's happening uh, with your younger women today. And they're spending excess money to make themselves feel better about themselves. But the problem is she wants for the holidays is, well, not toys, but skincare products. All I wanted this year was skincare and makeup. 11 year old Olivia Clyde is obsessed with beauty products. She showed us her routine. The first step is I put on my toner. This is a disturbing trend that we're seeing online these days. The problem is that the vast majority of products contain ingredients with endocrine disruption concerns, meaning they can alter the normal functioning of hormones. A lot of parents may not be aware of this yet, but studies actually show that ingredients common in a lot of popular products have actually been linked to early puberty and reproductive issues oh, in girls. Jesus. Not to mention, common yeah, ingredients yeah, like yeah, parabens yeah, and phthalates have been shown to increase breast cancer gene expression in women. Young girls have their entire lives ahead of them, and unfortunately, early life exposures to endocrine disruptors can have lifelong consequences. Plus, kids cannot detoxify chemicals the same way adults can, so they are extremely sensitive to toxic exposure. Dermatologists recommend age-appropriate skincare like a simple cleanser, toner, moisturizer, and sunscreen. Education and awareness starts at home. So as parents, it's up to us to educate ourselves about ingredients and safer products so we can teach our kids how to avoid toxins in everyday consumer goods and protect their health. There are so many safer, low-tox beauty and personal care products out there. So check the caption below for some of my favorites. Now, we don't know. I don't listen. I'm just sharing her video. I don't know what she's saying is true. I'm not saying follow her advice. I'm just saying that this new craze with Sephora and I was in Sephora this weekend uh, hanging out with my son. We was at the mall. Shout out to Irvine Spectrum chilling. 
And uh, he wanted to go get some cologne. And he was like, oh, let's go in here. I was like, they sell cologne somewhere else. Ninja, why are we going in here? And he was like, I want to get some in here. Ninja, it was crazy. It was a battle royal in there. All right, it had to be 100 people from all ages, preteens, all the way up. Them preteens was rushing. All of these little bottles of uh, of of um, a foundation, $30 for a little liquid vial, is going to be to the point where monetizing women, women out here, is going to get worse because these companies are targeting these women. It's something like a cult. And I brought it up before this made mainstream news. It was like days before I brought it up because I be in there, by the way. Don't ask me why. All right, anyway. For research purposes only. Also, yep, they be in there, man. They can't They can't help. It's the most popular store. And um, this is going to change the dating landscape, but it's also going to change their health. It can change their health. So now it t- talks about this. Uh, these young women ain't even developed yet. They looking like tadpoles at best. Tadpoles. And they're doing skincare routines. They don't need those. Dude, they ain't even, dude, they, their acne ain't even kicked in yet. Skincare routine. All right, skincare routines. Yeah, them lawsuits going to be flying in, but hey, they made their own freedom of choice who to listen to. All right, let me get to the next one here, women in health. Uh, this is a young, watch out, wait till you see this young piece of calico right here. All right, I'm, I'm ashamed to put this young women on the screen. Like, Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. This is a pretty woman here, but let me take her off the screen because y'all need to starve. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, and let me set up the clip. Remember I told you about depression, anxiety, stress. A lot of young people are complaining that they're dealing with this issue. And I said, they're not listening to the five cures. What are the five cures, the five things you must do before you claim to have mental health issues? What are the five things? You can, you can put it in the chat, but I'll mention it anyway. You got to be able to get good sleep. You got to reduce your screen time, especially at night. You also have to be able to get exercise, get some oxygen outside, get outside the house. Um, also you must be able to eat, eat healthily, eat healthily, like eat, eat, eat good food and then eat consistently. And then the last one is going to be, um, I forget it right off the top of my head. All right. But, um, these are the things that these are the first steps that young people should be doing before they're diagnosed with anything. But I've actually revealed the, the conspiracy behind the diagnoses workout, workout was the other thing. Get outside, workout. So workout. Exercise, eat, sleep, okay? Um, turn off your screen time, limit screen time. And then limit, limit screen time um, immediately when you wake up and before you go to bed, at least a half hour to an hour. Workout. So these are all the things that, that people should do. Now, I know people that have claimed to be depressed and they don't do any of those things. They do none of them. They do none of them. And then you claim to be depressed. And I tell you, I'm like, dude, you cannot even tackle depression until you've tried to resolve these five areas first. Now, if you've resolved those five areas first and those things are consistent in your life, then you're still depressed. Maybe you have it, <laughs> right? Mm. Maybe you have it, or maybe you're just going through a tough time. Now, this woman's going to talk about this, this young, pretty woman here, this young, pretty woman. Hello. She's going to talk about it. By the way, this is, this is the easiest prescription of all time. Sleep, sleep. Them ninjas be sleeping, waking up at noon, one. And I'm going to tell you, man, people come up with every excuse. Well, teenagers need more sleep. Well, women need more sleep than men. Every goddamn excuse in the book to not do what you're supposed to be doing. You wake up early, you go to sleep when you're supposed to go to sleep. Not sleeping in late and then being a nocturnal animal, which teenagers tend to be. So this woman's going to talk about this. And this is a classic voiceover clip 
that is going around that I hope educates people. Listen to her right here. I mean, you can look at her as well, but listen to what she says here. Listen, she basically gave you the CGA script. It's feeling really down these days, and I don't know why. Have you exercised today? No. Did you go outside? No. Did you talk to anyone? No. Did you eat well? No. Did you limit your scrolling time? No. Did you make any plans? No. Did you drink enough water? No. Did you get enough sleep? No. Wait, yes. Yes to that one. Yeah, no, it's uh, what a mystery. I'm just feeling really down these days, and I don't know why. Have you exercised today? No. Did you go outside? No. Did you talk to anyone? No. Did you eat well? No. Did you limit your scrolling time? No. Did you make any plans? No. Did you drink enough water? No. Did you get enough sleep? No. Wait, yes. Yes to that one. Yeah, no, it's uh, what a mystery. Exactly. And so this is my thing here. That is a that is a gorgeous woman there. I'm going to tell you that right now. Ninja. Yes, I'm starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Will Clap. Will Clap has entered into the chat. Let's give Will Clap some time right now. Uh, let me see what's going on. Will pay for her biology books. Will Trick. <laughs> right here we go right here. Let's give Will Clap some screen time because, yes, we'll give us some screen time for show. Yeah, yeah, we'll clap. Uh, but uh, this is what I've been telling you guys for quite a long time. And when I hear people go into this depression, what your guys are saying is this is your personality. Now, in the book that I'm reading, and I've said this before the book, but the book that I'm reading, which is The Courage to Be Disliked, many people take on the personality of these disorders. And you wear it like a badge of honor. You use it as sympathy. You use it to avoid kind of accountability. Many times you're not diagnosed and you're internet diagnosed. And you're trying to use that to get out of your responsibilities when you've done none of these other things. You have to do these things first. This should be the first order of prescription. And I show you the research data where they tell you just exercise. You should actually explore exercising. All right, but you don't. Most people are overweight. Many people are damaged beyond control. Many people have baby mama terrorists that have... Uh, uh, put them in these situations here of the mopey dopey mindset and it's an absolute fact that you gotta at least eat healthy go to sleep right get get rid of the cell phone delete the date the, the, the dating apps delete the, delete the social media or at least limit it eat go to sleep i mean it's not that hard life ain't that damn hard but people are wearing these diagnoses like a personality and they want to just come out here and say i got it and you got it too okay you're a loser i'm lame too Okay, socialize, talk to people. So before I hear all of your bullshit, yeah, have you done these things yet? I'm seeing that big ass stomach double over and done lapped over your belt. That's probably your problem. <laughs> it's probably your problem. But straight to the edibles, straight to the marijuana you go. Straight to the uh, eating and munching of uh, Flintstone vitamins from your therapist. Straight to that. Ninja ain't got no six-pack. Ninja bird-chested. Ninja can't do no push-up. Bitches out here depressed, scrolling TikTok all day, staying up late, going to sleep, uh, going to sleep, staying up late, not waking up early. Ninjas ain't walking no dogs. Ninjas ain't doing shit. <laughs> talking about talking about they depressed. Man, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm, I'm not for it. Now, if you have all of these things in order and then you have it, let's fix yourself. Let's fix yourself then. Ninjas eating hot Cheetos and shit. Bitches eating Takis all day. Talking about they depressed. You ain't woke up and got no breakfast. And dude, I hear people saying that. And they like, uh, and I say, do you eat breakfast? Oh, I hate breakfast. <laughs> okay. It ain't trying. And they're no, they're not trying to do no damn um, 
They're not trying to do no, what do you call it? When you don't eat breakfast, I can't ever remember it. They're not trying to do that. They're not even eating. They're got to be up and they're actually in starvation mode and they're mad. They're depressed. They're angry. So straight to these excuses of what people are, what people are saying, this is the key. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. You're claiming it as your personality. As it represents you. I'm depressed. Intermittent fasted. Thank you. I'm depressed. No, you're not depressed. That's the same as when I say, I'm a plumber. You're not a plumber. (laughs) Okay. You're not. You work as a plumber. But let's just say you're not a plumber anymore. Is your personality going to fall apart? You will be amazed that people who get fired or laid off from jobs can't recover as fast Because their job is their personality. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You cannot claim things that really aren't your personality to say you are that. I'm a lawyer. No, you a sucker MC. You a thief, but you're not a lawyer. You work as a lawyer. You practice law. You're not a lawyer. (laughs) Right? Same thing as you're not depressed. I'm depressed. No, I'm experiencing depression. That means you can get over it. If you just say, I am, then that's what you are. You're claiming it as yours. And now your body and your mind will adapt to actually that personality as opposed to saying, I'm dealing with it. It's a part of me now. Like, it's becoming, I need to kick it. You, you got to describe shit accurately. And a lot of these people are out here claiming these things mostly for victim Olympics, mostly for people to uh, uh, stop pressuring them, mostly so they can indulge in loserville. But I'm convinced that many people don't do what this young, oh wait, that's Will Clap, right? Many people are not doing the thing, God dang, bro, she cute as fuck. All right, so anyway, yes, I'm a metaphile. okay? Um, but by the way, many people are not living their lives and then claiming to be depressed. Perhaps you're depressed because you're not living life. He's feeling really down these days, and I don't know why. Have you exercised today? No. Did you go outside? No. Did you talk to anyone? No. Did you eat well? No. Did you limit your scrolling time? No. Did you make any plans? No. Did you drink enough water? No. Did you get enough sleep? No. Wait, yes. Yes to that one. Yeah, no, it's a, what a mystery. Yeah, what a mystery. What a mystery while you're dealing with something that you can easily overcome. Women in health. Let's talk about this. Uh, This young woman right here uh, is going to deal with something called an existential crisis. An existential crisis. Uh, what do we got here? She's a single and 30. Wow. Wowzers. She's single and 30. Just from looking at this, she looks above 30. All right, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Today's episode of I am 30, I am single, I live alone. I think that I am having some sort of existential crisis. I decided that I'm going to leave my well-paying corporate job at the end of the month. And what I didn't realize is that my life is really expensive, which my mom calls to tell me every single day. And she calls to tell me what a mistake I am making. However, I am being a girl and I have decided that the thing that is gonna make me feel better is I got dressed up, I'm gonna go for a hot girl walk. I did a meditation where I manifested my future. 
And that is how I am gonna handle things, oh, mom. Then because my dating life is in shambles too, I decided that I would re-download Hinge. And I don't know what I think that Hinge is gonna do for me, but I check that shit regularly. And I don't know who I think is gonna save me on there, but I have been asked multiple times, what are you doing in Austin? When did you move to Austin? These are the conversations I am having. I am not improving my love life. So anyway, I say all that to say that if your life, if you are a little bit in shambles right now, go for a walk, manifest, meditate, and just live in delusion. I told y'all ninjas, I, I don't warn y'all ninjas out here. I warned y'all. <laughs> it's bad out here when they get above 30. She said, I'm going to be in Delulu. I hope she's being sarcastic. She ain't being sarcastic. She's telling the truth. I think she's telling the truth. This, if, if, if this is female comedy, well, there you go. <laughs> okay, so we got a lot of issues we're dealing with here. We got a lot of issues, and I'm here to break it down for you. She's definitely dealing with mental health issues. You can see it. Zoot it. She's definitely a zooted, Jen zooted. I think she's a young zennial, Jen zennial zooted, and reality's hitting her hard. Reality, reality's hitting her hard. This is the condition that, yeah, she has a whole bunch of things going on. Um, this idea that women mature faster and earlier than men. Well, women mature faster than men and earlier than men, but then they're still thirty and a girl. All right, mm. they're still young and their frontal lobe hasn't developed at twenty-five. Their prefrontal cortex. Like, how, how can both be the same? How can both be the same? You're supposed to be super mature, but you're still a girl, a child, a woman at 30. I hear all of this crazy shit, and I'm like, people just want to be losers. They don't want to take on any accountability in this sad. Like, none. I'm still a baby. I'm a victim. I'm a giant. So we got a lot of problems here, and we're going to break it down. For your health, ladies. For your health. <laughs> In today's episode of I am 30, I am single. I so she didn't want to be that. She thought she wouldn't be that. Uh, looking at her house surroundings, either her parents had money or she worked very hard. I'm going to say her parents helped her with the down payment. Uh, let's continue. I live alone. I think that I am having some sort of existential crisis. You are. You're not alone. You were not alone. I told you, Ninja Economy hitting these girls hard and they're trying to figure out which way to go. Now, I'm saying they're in too deep. They cannot pivot out of this. This is the, what I call the psyops. This is the painting into the corner of feminism. So she's trying to work her way out of it. And I'm just here to say it's too late, mm. right? It's too late. She thought girl boss, boss, babe. She thought having her own house first in the car. She thought that was going to work for her. And she was going to get her a CEO while she was CEO at 30. And it didn't happen. Now she got to grind it out. She's looking at 30, 40 more years of grinding that shit out. And she doesn't like it. She doesn't have the simp. She doesn't have the cup, the beta male, the bird chested ninja. She doesn't have the options. She been chatted out, right? And now she's sitting at 30, 31 in the existential crisis. Okay. I decided that I'm going to leave my well-paying corporate job at the end of the month. And what I didn't realize is that my life is really expensive. Yeah, so again... Mm -hmm. Painting yourself in the corner. See, you were going to be a CEO at 32. You didn't realize that, but you have a good high-paying corporate job. This is the rift where I tell you they want to jump out, 
Okay, I've worked hard. I got to 30. I got baby rabies. I, I should be marrying up. It's not happening because it's not available to women like that anymore. It used to be. That's gone. Now she wants to jump out. I want to jump out of my corporate life. But then if I jump out, how can I afford my lifestyle? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, man. You big dummy. I like seeing them try to get out of this rat maze. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Men, this is not a choice for you. You can't just jump out of a job, especially if you have a family. If you're single, you can't just jump out of a job. They call you loser and all kind of shit. I'm going to jump out of my high-paying job that I went to high school and college and got my degree and my MBA. I want to jump out. Mostly because she couldn't even afford the lifestyle with her corporate job. That's the reality of it. She couldn't even afford her life with the corporate job, with daddy's help. So she was like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, grinding it out. And now I got to work extra hours. I got to get a second job. Yep. Yeah. That's this economy. Now, I, I ain't here to fix the. I'm not here for solutions. I told you, you guys were going to do this. And so she's like, what do I do now? You're going to hear, figure out what she's doing now. Which my mom calls to tell me every single day. Now, why is your mom calling you every day to say your life is expensive? My question is. You must be still attached financially to your parents. Okay. So what you see in the background, her nice house, all of this shit. What do I tell you? Women are consumers. They spend money. Why is your mom telling you every day, every single day that your life is spent? She's still attached to her parents financially. And she's probably doing shit like. I'm traveling. I'm going here. She's probably doing this. I'm going to tell you. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. So she's probably still traveling, yet still needs help with the bills. Now, in the past, this is why women were not property. They, were, they had somebody responsible for them. So people will claim, well, women were property. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but really what it means is Somebody was responsible for them. So there was an incentive to pass the responsibility on to someone else because women typically in these days could not be self-supportive and they didn't have the options that they have today. The options are somewhat of a facade or a facade. They think there's independence there and there's not. So there's still their consumerism is going to paint them in this corner. What you're seeing is she went from being uh, parents being responsible for her, then nobody to pass on that responsibility. This is where the problem is for the baby boomers and the Gen Xers. You used to be responsible for your daughter and pass them on to another responsible person. That way, she's not out here hoeing. Today, there's no existence of that. So now you have 30-year-old women still under the responsibility of parents claiming that it's normal when you shitty people ain't out here doing what you're supposed to do. This ain't normal by any stretch of the imagination. You're letting your daughters go be hoes and skeezers still paying the bill. Okay. And she has no other future possibilities in sight. So what does she do now? I'm going to jump out of the working marketplace. <laughs> you know, like, Oh boy. And she calls to tell me what a mistake I am making. So even your mother knows that you're making a mistake. And your mother and father just realizing that they're going to be, you're going to be on the dole for the rest 
of their lives. This is what a lot of parents are realizing. I'm going to be paying for this woman until she's 40 and 50. Instead of passing her on responsibly to someone else. And your parents are depressed. They're like, damn. Not only are you making the mistake, you're, they made a mistake and they're realizing it. They just can't tell you because you're probably depressed. But they done fucked up. That's what they realizing right now. They done fucked up. <laughs> right? So, and they're trying to tell you nicely. However, I am being a girl and I have decided that the thing that is going to make me feel better is I got dressed up. I'm going to go for a hot girl walk. Yeah. I'm being a girl. Ma'am, you're over 30. You're not a girl. You're not a kid. You're not a child. You're somebody's child. You're somebody's daughter, but you're a mature, responsible adult. Now I, now you're a girl. Okay, so you, I can't treat you like a woman. You, you've now said I'm a girl. But now I'm going to go on a hot girl walk. Meaning that, guess what? She don't get outside much. Now she's getting in her soft girl era. Now she's trying to figure out her life at 30, 32, 34. And that's you. And she's going to say, maybe a man could be my solution. She's going to get to there. I did a meditation where I manifested my future. Yeah, future. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I feel. So I'm just going to manifest and meditate my future. Ma'am, your future started at 12. Your future started at 12. I'm going to get to that later because people are like, no, no, it didn't start at 12. Oh, yes, it did. Oh, yes, it did. Eight to 12 is the most critical years for women's development. All right. You're not going to you're not going to want to hear that part, but I'm going to get to it here in a minute. So now you're going to manifest your future. And that is how I am going to handle things. Mom, then because my so she making this video for her mom who didn't criticize her for being a loser. Let's continue. Dating life is in shambles, too. I decided that I would redownload Hinge. So with your dating light in shambles. You're going to re-download. That's the solution. That'll do the trick. Hinge will be the best solution for you. That's the trick. So I'll go out here and see if a man can save me. I'll see if I can find me a simp. That wants to move into my house and do what I say and manifest a six foot four Chad. A six foot four Chad. And by the way, for people who are telling me I'm critical of her, she even admits this is Delulu. This is Delulu. She even knows she's out of her mind. And I don't know what I think that hinge is going to do for me. You're going to get ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. That's what it's going to do. You're going to get ran through. That's what dating apps are for. You're going to get ran through. You're going to get piped down three, four, or five times and be back here at square one. That's where you're going to be at on twin, uh, on twinge, hinge. But I check that shit regularly, and I don't know who I think is going to save me on there. But Nobody. I have been asked multiple times, what are you doing in Austin? When did you move to Austin? These are the conversations I am having. Yeah, because, yeah, because you're annoying. I am not improving my love life. Of course you're not. Not on a dating app, will you? Not on a dating app. Y'all ruined that. By the way, you're not prime selection anymore. At 30, 32, wherever you are, you're not prime selection. There's about 12 years of women behind you. 12 years of women behind you that you're going to do what? You're going to criticize for men dating them. So anyway, I say all that to say that if your life, if you are a little bit in shambles right now. In shambles. She even admits she's in shambles. 
She even admits she's in shambles. So don't at me on this one. And she has no Salulu. Go for a walk, manifest, meditate, and just live in delusion. Yep, that's where you're going to be, ma'am. Wowzers, boy, oh boy. And that's you. Your future wives, gentlemen. That's what you're taking on right there. That's their help. Yeah, eventually it's going to be men's fault in here. Why ain't they doing what they supposed to do? And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And by the way, all of the criticisms I'm going to have for her, she had for herself. Not only did she have for herself, and I did. Her own parents told her she crazy. Her own parents is hot. They disgusted at her activities out here. Anyway. Anyway, she actually needs a proper date as well. What are we doing here on the next one? Is that women in health? I think it is. We're down into the next segment. The next segment is going to be called the dating experience. What's going on out here in these streets out here, boy? In these streets. All right. What's going on out in these streets? Who ruined the dating experience? Let's start with this gentleman here. Tyrone is going to have something to say. Let's see what Tyrone has to say. Uh, Here's Tyrone. Tyrone has this to say, and he gives some good advice that I can agree with. Tyrone Maximus, here we go. I ain't gonna lie, I just realized why entitled women be getting on my nerves. And truth be told, it's just because I ain't got no money. Like, I'm broke, you know what I'm saying? Because when I had to think about it, like, when I was up for real, I wasn't really tripping off certain questions and expectations. I had it, thank you. I'm good, you know what I'm saying? You want that little baby, go ahead, get it, shout it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, when I ain't got no money, ooh, I be tight. Like, bitch, you just order a drink. Like, I told you I was going to take you out to eat. I ain't say you was going to get drunk. You better get me. Take, take that shit off to put it on the safe so I could, yeah, I'll I pay for the food she goes What that mean? Anybody? We have captions, don't we? We have captions, too. I'll translate. I'll translate. All right. For the non-Southern people, I'm going to translate what he said. <laughs> I'm going to translate. Because what he engaged in is what I call the rhythmic speaking of the African-American male, male Maximus. All right. What happens is when we're in a conversation and we don't want to have people, it's kind of like pig Latin light. We don't want everybody to understand us and we have street cold and we got to hide from the man. So we'll speak in a rhythmic talk or a rhythmic pace. You know, I'm saying, you know, wow, it's the ism, the izzy, izzo, kizzo, the sizzle, the nizzle, nizzle, right? It makes you look cool and all of that stuff. So I have to break it down. I'm not criticizing the guy. What that mean? It happens. You know what I mean? For us to relate in Phil Street, you know what I'm saying? Why did you go? Yeah, yeah. The izzo, kizzle, the shizzle, the nizzle, pizzle. It's pig Latin, like, you know, communita. So I'll break it down. I'll break it down. All right, I'll break it down. <laughs> it's rhythmic speaking. It's a rhythmic talk. And it normally comes with hand gestures. And you know what I mean? I just, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? You know, well, where you go? Yeah, you just got over there, you know? <laughs> comes with some laughing and sniggling. You know, I'll just be, you know, you know, you know, over there, I'll go over there. You know, if I do it over there, I go over there. 
And then I do it over there. Then I throw a little alley-oop in it. You know what I mean? And wham. You know what I mean? And right around here, just go around that. Just, you know, because that's how I do it around him. I do it around him. It's heavily getting it, baby. We're going to come up with Ninja Ease as a chorus. It's just a rhythmic. Yeah, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's jive. It's greater than jive. <laughs> so we'll go you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Peep it on 55. You know what I mean? You know? All right. Anyway, we'll, we'll give it to you because he has some stuff to say. He has some stuff to say. I'm not criticizing him. Here we go. I ain't going to lie. I just realized why entitled women be getting on my nerves. And truth be told, it's just because I ain't got no money. All right. So he's saying entitled women get on his nerve because he's broke. All right. Shout out to the brother. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. All right. And so he says entitled women, their dating experience is because he doesn't have money. And he's right. I've actually told men and women that broke dating is leading to your frustration. So, you know, for women that are like a man should do this, a man should do that. A lot of it is because you don't have the money. The woman doesn't have the meal. The woman is dating specifically to kind of get something out of it and saying you need to do this. And because she's broke, she's using dating as a means to a means to an end. The guy is also frustrated because typically, and I'm not criticizing all broke men, what's happening is you make decisions in your women because you run out of money for dating. It's just reality. So women can actually spend a little bit. They spend money in dating. They do make an investment and they get to dating and then they expect that investment to return to something. You on the other hand, and she could do this five to six days a week, if not seven. We've played videos of women saying they date every day. Men, on the other hand, have a limited amount of uh, tangible resources, meaning that I can trade this for that. So the company oftentimes is a financial agreement. Therefore, you don't have enough to date seven days a week. I don't care how much money you got. Seven days a week dating is a financial bust. And the frustration is you got to weed the entitled women out. The same entitled women that are going on four or five dates in a, in a week where she has the potential to. And then you, she cannot give you exclusivity. So you're frustrated with this. This is what's happening. I suggested for men, stop broke dating. I've actually taught, told women, stop broke dating. A lot of your frustrations are going to come from dating broke. All right, here we go. He, now he continues. Like, I'm broke, you know what I'm saying? Because when I had to think about it, like, when I was up for real, I wasn't really tripping off certain questions and expectations. All right, and so there he is right there. I'll clear that up. He says, when I was up, meaning when I had money, I wasn't, I didn't really care about certain questions or expectations. So he said, I was financially doing well. And yes, when men are financially doing well, they have an advantage. Okay, they have an advantage. So because then, then what will happen is the guys that are disadvantaged by not having their finances well, they can afford to do what people would call tricking or simping. Because you don't have it, you will accuse another guy of using that advantage to get an advantage over the women, which, guys, that advantage has existed from day one. They didn't call it the, either the oldest profession and or the guy that had the cave on the top of the hill as opposed to y'all ninjas down at the bottom living in a teepee having to deal with the saber-toothed tiger coming in and ravaging your damn plan, <laughs> ravaging your whole existence on a daily basis, and the ninja at the top with the cave got all the broads. 
not because he's paying directly, because he's using his advantage, which sometimes it took a club over your head to get that advantage. Or he had a couple more shiny rocks than you. So he said, when I was up, I didn't mind these expectations. But again, maybe what led him to be not up anymore financially was dating. Maybe, maybe the dating got you down. You thought you were up, and then you don't realize how much money you were investing in dating. Now you're frustrated. I had it back. I'm good. You know what I'm you want that little baby? Go ahead, get it. Shout it. All right. Okay, so what he's saying is essentially get what you want to the girl. He's telling the girls, he says, uh, you want it? You want that little baby way? Get it shorty. Basically, if you want that, get it. Even with the girlfriend, whatever you want, you want a meal, get it. If you want two or three drinks, get it. If you want that at the Victoria secretions, get it. That's basically what he's saying there. That was a little hard, unintelligible as they would say. Yeah, you know man. But I'll tell you what, I ain't got no money. Ooh, I be tight. All right, so when I don't have any money, I be tight. I think he means frustrated. Not just tight financially, but when I don't have money, I'm frustrated. And then he says... Like... Bitch, you just order a drink. Like, All right, like, I think he said, bitch, did you just order a drink? Now, any woman with class... With class, he said, oh, I ain't going to say that. Any woman with class should know the appropriate thing to do is to ask the person that you're on a date with. This is dating one-on-one, but you broads are out here. You people are out here classless. If a man is treating you or you have the expectations of being treated, before you order a drink, you would ask, can I order another drink? That's just proper protocol and uh, decorum. But y'all ain't got no class. So you're just going to order it and then leave the ninja with the bill. We're going to show you videos of this. This is classless behavior, which is indicative or indicates that he deals with classless human beings. All right. That just thinks they're on the free for all or they're trying to finesse him. So that's his frustration. Did you just order a drink? That would be a conversation before she orders it. You can say, and as a means to object, you can say, no, I'm prepared to leave. I'm prepared to leave. This is the, this, the date is, this portion of the date is, is over so that you're not getting into the, oh, you broke conversation. This is decorum. This is all what people should be taught on how, what dating is, even if you're dating for money purposes. Um, can I order another drink? No, the date is, we're, we're concluding this part of the date. I have to be moving on. I have to go forward. We have to be moving on at this point. This is just a matter of respect. Uh, okay. I told you I was going to take you out to eat. I didn't say he was going to get drunk. Oh, man, see, now this is crazy to me. This is crazy talk. He says, I'm, I said we were going out to eat, not to drink. Man, bro. Mm. Uh, this is what happens when you don't have your, <laughs> you're, you don't have your frame. You're in a proper, this is not good. This is not good. You're frustrating yourself. You took her out to eat, but she can't get any drinks. That's your fault. That's your fault. Uh, let's continue. Take take that shit off to put it on separate so I could, yeah, I, I pay for the food. Sugar. All right, so basically, <laughs> so now he's saying, to clear it up, he says to the waiter, take that off the bill. I'll pay for the food. You can pay for the drink separately. Mm. This is not good. This is not good. Now, there's a reason this is happening, and this is not all his fault. There's a reason why this is happening. We're going to get to it, of course, yes. So now he wants to take the drinks off and put them on a separate tab that she's going to pay, and he'll pay for the food only. 
Yeah, man, you should not be dating if you're doing this. You are not should be dating. I know you guys don't want to uh, pay for stuff. I simply tell you, don't date, please. I ain't going to lie. I just realized why. All right. Um, and he realized it. So, again, I will give him awareness points because he realized that the problem lies with him. The problem lies with him. But you're trying to impress girls uh, because this also is proof that Tyrone's don't have an advantage, the perceived advantage that we think that they have. In essence, the Tyrone can smash all the girls that you want. But the Tyrone still has to go through the rigmarole of dealing with highly attractive women or women that he perceives to be higher value. Therefore, they set the price for him. This is the same thing I said about Chad. Chads can run through the sixes and the fives and the fours, and they will. And the gorditas and the chunky women and the pogs and the, and the ugly sisters. Yes, that, the problem with Tyrone and Chad is they can run through those women without doing any of these things. This next woman's going to talk about it. However, when they want to date up or at their level of up, they got to deal with women like this. And many a times they don't have the money. All right. Somebody says, Coach, these skeezers will order four shots of Ciroc on a date. That's your fault, guys. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to AC. That's, that's your fault. Somebody said, do I realize how long a drinking bill can get? No, I'm, I don't go outside. I don't have a clue. How, how? I don't have a clue at all. I'm clueless as to how large a drinking bill can get. I, I'm actually clueless. But this is why you have to date in a certain manner or don't date at all. Guys, drinks for a lot of women because they are goofy. They are followers Many, I try not to date women that drink alcohol. That's actually one of the better things you can do. Get your shit up. Okay, but a lot of women, they want to be loosey-goosey. They want to lower their inhibitions. They want to have a reason or an excuse as to why things led a certain way. Some women cannot have sex without alcohol. Some women cannot have sex without alcohol. So if you are trying to bone them, certainly alcohol is going to help. That's just a reality. I'm not saying it should be that way or not. But yes, drinks are the reason restaurants stay open. Restaurants break even or lose money on food. The reason why a restaurant stays open is drinks. And they realize that after one drink at 20 bucks, your ass is probably going to order two or three. And that's between two other people. Certainly, that could be 180 bucks of drinks. Okay, so these are things that you have to do before you even walk outside. But if you're trying to pull it off the receipt, this is low-class behavior. You put yourself in, in, in that line of fire. You put yourself in that line of fire. Ninja, deal with it or stop doing it. Deal with it or stop doing it. You guys have to realize how women are with this thing here. Okay, it, Have you ever seen a restaurant that didn't sell alcohol other than like, you know, El Pollo Loco and Chipotle? I'm talking about a restaurant, restaurant, a restaurant. Have you ever seen one that didn't sell alcohol? I've actually been to restaurants that didn't have a liquor license and they was going under. They were torpedoed. Like they couldn't move. Like the state or the city shut down their liquor license and they was about to close up. It was a wrap. The only reason why they're open is because of alcohol. That's why them doors stay open. All right, anyway. 
for a little bit of this. Now you done paid twenty dollars, twenty five, and she's like, "Ooh, look, it has a lime and an umbrella, and it comes out smoky." <laughs> right, see, we go right here. Restaurants don't make mad money on food. It's what it is in America. We're talking about America. Next woman here. Here we go. Oh, Chipotle has beer. Well, there you go. Alcohol is the reason. Check out this little piece of fine calico. Woo-wee. Mm-mm-mm. So young and innocent. And so plain. I like him. Young and innocent. Young and innocent. All right, this is the desirable truth. I decided to share another video. I want you to listen to this one. And yes, she's going to break your heart. This one's going to break your heart. Guys, these are your future wives. These are your girlfriends out here. These are your future wives. These are the girls that you're like, oh, she's a six. I can have her. But the sixes are doing damage out here, guys. The sixes are doing damage. Listen to this. What's your age? 26 on the, uh, February 22nd. So I'm 25 right now. Are you single? I am single. Why do you think that is? Um, because I want to be. <laughs> I have a couple of boyfriends. I hope they're not watching. Maybe like four or five. So I guess I'm single. I am single. I mean, but what's it like dating five people at the same time? It's just like juggling. You have to be talented. Are you sleeping with all five of them? Not all of them. Depends on the situation. Why not all? What's the deciding factor? Well, there's different guys for different situations. Some guys, I just want to go to... <laughs> I forgot that I'm recording this. <laughs> Some guys, you just want to what? <laughs> there's different purposes for different tools. Oh. One's a shovel, one's a knife, one's a fork. Yeah, honestly, the one that I'm fucking, oh. never going to get in a relationship with him. He doesn't have a job, finances, none of that. So why even open yourself up to a guy like that? Great dick. What's your I'm going to the streets. End of story. Y'all ninjas. Hey. Hey. <laughs> ninjas will not believe this. Ninjas will not believe this, bro. Y'all will believe this. Y'all will think straight up and down that she's lying. She's not lying, guys. Trust me. I'm on the dark side. Trust me, Ninja. This woman is not lying. <laughs> this is not it. This is she. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and her frontal lobe has just developed. So maybe she can. Her frontal lobe has just developed. She's not lying. It's out here, man. It's out here for y'all. Your future wives out here. In these streets. Your future wives out here, man. Getting them titties put to the test. Uh, anyway, she does look like an underage 18-year-old or 21. She kept it real. And I'm going to play it again just so you guys can get it. You saw the you saw the full video. I'll play it again here. Shout out to the Desirable Truth. Give them a, give them a sub. Trage. 26 on the, uh, February 22nd. So I'm 25 right now. Are you single? I am single. Why do you think that is? Um, because I want to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to be, man. I'm going to the streets. End of story. I want to be. I'm out here, guys. Women like sex, too. They like sex, too. They do. A lot of y'all think that they're just waiting for the right guy. They do that at 13, right? 15. After that, 10 years later, it's a different story. Once they break the seal, it's a different story. And again, we're not talking about all women because I can't talk about all women. I have a couple of boyfriends. I hope they're not watching. Maybe like four or five. Maybe like four or five. So I guess I'm single. I am single. I mean, but what's it like dating five people at the same time? It's just like juggling. 
It's just like juggling. But now here's the deal. This is what men tell. This is what men tell other men to do. Juggle. Now, who do you think you're juggling? You're juggling women who juggling. This is why there's STIs. Ninjas will swear she's lying, but then wonder why the STIs are so high. Why the STI so high? Nah, women are out here. They, they ain't like that. It's the men. It's not. Not that many men are getting this. By the way, the data shows us that this age group of women are least likely to be virgins. But men in this age group are more likely to be virgins. And guys will still say she's lying. Right? Again, I got, there, we have a lot of guys that are just hopeful out here. I'm going to tell you what to deal with. I would presume this first until proven otherwise. <laughs> I would presume this first until otherwise. Until otherwise proven wrong. This is what I would think they, that they're out here doing. Okay, She said, I'm out here juggling. You have to be talented. Are you sleeping with all five of them? Not all of them. Yeah, not all of them. Now, that might be the only lie. <laughs> that might be the only lie right there. Not all of them. Depends on the situation. Why not all? What's the deciding factor? Well, there's different guys for different situations. Now, I've actually broke this down with many women saying this. All right. This is why when, when they say, okay, the financial guy, the guy, the date guy, the food guy, the gym guy, the, the friend guy, the, the salami guy. Yeah, there's different tools for different situations. I know this breaks your heart. Some guys, I just want to go to... <laughs> See, that's what some guys I just want to go on dates with. Some guys, that's what she was about to say. Some guys I just want to go on dates with. Some guys I just want to hang out with. Some guys I just want to text with all night. Some guys I just want to be friends with. But there's value in friendship for women, meaning that they can get guys to take them out to nice restaurants and get the, get the dates, but they have no intentions to being with them romantically. I forgot that I'm recording this. <laughs> Some guys, you just want to what? <laughs> There's different purposes for different tools. One's a shovel, one's a knife, one's a fork. Yeah, honestly, the one that I'm fucking. Yep, the one that I'm doing what with. The one that I'm, I'll just say it because this is a family show. The one that I'm just screwing. The one that I'm just screwing, meaning enthusiastic penetration raw <laughs> getting insides pushed to the esophagus getting tonsils buttered getting cheeks clapped you hear that the one that i'm just screwing f word yeah what about him describe him what is his life like the one that i'm just getting my back blown out the one that I'm doing monkey double backflips on I, has been years since I said that. The one that I'm doing monkey double backflips on. What about him? What is his profile? Never going to get in a relationship with him. Now, that came from straight up pain. Look at that. Did you, I wish I could rewind it. You can hear it in her voice. The one that I like the most. The one that I'm enthusiastic about, the one that I give my soul and her voice started to quiver. I'm never going to get in a relationship with him. And look at her face. I'm telling you, this is real. She wants to get in a relationship with him. She wants to commit. 
She wants him because he's hit that bottom. I'm never going to get a relationship with him. But he gets the most enthusiastic sex. He gets to fuck me and just get me and treat me and pull my hair and choke me. Well, what about him? He doesn't have the job, finances, none of that. He doesn't have the job of finances, but at some particular point, I'll get over him. And that's And you. I'll find the job in finance. I'll find that guy. Until then. So why even open yourself up to a guy like that? Great dick. There you go, Ninja. Ooh. And here's the thing, guys. She's being honest. And she can't help it. She's like, he laid a pipe. What do I say? I know I'm I know I'm dumb. I know he gave me gonorrhea last month. I know he's cheating on me. I know he has other broads. He don't got no money. He don't got no aspirations or goal. He be hitting that bottom. He be hitting that bottom. She be honest. Now the thing is, a lot of you guys can't handle the honesty, and that's why women are not honest. <laughs> that's why they're not honest. He's not there yet. So this is where people say, Coach, I thought it went, I thought women wanted money. She'll get there. She does want money. And she'll get the money guy, but that guy will still be able to access her. Yep. She'll have hypergamy. She'll find a guy, a nice, honest guy, a sugar daddy, whoever. She'll have that guy. She'll eventually figure that out. She probably has him already. But the guy that really got her will always have access to her. And that is Tyrone or Chad or Enrique or whoever it is. He hitting that bottom. Man, it's a tough thing here, but I'm here to teach men. I'm not here to debate men. The dating experience here. How many more videos do I have? I believe I have one, two, and three. And then we'll take a break. We'll, we'll, we'll do the super chats and then we'll move on. All right, this woman says, why has this disappeared? Again, this is clueless nature to me. I've actually explained this over and over again, but people don't hear me though. I think we need to bring back courting. Why are we not courting people anymore? People that we're interested in? Why are we not dating them? Why are we not trying to get their attention and show up for them? Don't be messaging me, W-Y-D. Number one, I had to Google what the fuck that meant. Number two, no. Like, can you just show up on a white horse with flowers? Like, come on, man. Put some effort in. Gone are the days of, I am interested in this woman. She shall be mine. And here are the days of, well, you're too hard to please. So moving on to the next one. Why is there no more romance? Why is there no more like, ooh, fun, ooey gooeyness? No, we get W-I-D. You know what I think we need to bring back? Courting. Man. And it is, bruh, it's gone. Larry Bird's not walking <laughs> through that door, fans. <laughs> Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Now, I know people are going to be mad at me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. People are going to be mad at me, but I got to be honest. I have to teach. Ladies, you screwed this up. Women screwed this up. Now they want to go back. You can't go back now. Let's just look at this. Woman is in her 30s. This woman is in her 30s, a.k.a. too old to date. In my opinion, this courting and dating is something that should happen in your mid-teens to early 20s at best. That's courting. That's dating. That's getting to know each other. Now, if you want to get married and divorced and remarried, that's another situation here. 
But you cannot still be out here at 32, 35, still wanting people to court you. It's foolish. Don't you realize the fair maidens that were being courted back in your idea of chivalry were probably 15, 16, and 17, maybe 20, maybe 21. That's the Victorian era. That's the era of you was an old-ass maid when you were 29. That's the era that you were dead at 40, <laughs> okay? Okay, but y'all live longer, meaning that you're going to stretch the time out of fornication and hookup culture and married divorce and in and out of relationships and Chad and Tyrone throttled and choked and degraded and spit and tonsils buttered and guts rearranged and now courting. And that's you. Now you want the sucker MCs to court you. Man, listen, they used to say women were property. They were not. They were responsible. There was somebody responsible for them. Now they don't have that anymore, and they're out here floundering. Now you're ruining all of everybody else's dating experience. Your time's not being wasted. You're wasting everybody else's time. Men are, don't have to wait for their fair mating anymore to court because we can get pussy easily. We can get the peace leave, and we don't have to jump through hoops and hurdles. That was a result of the hookup culture that was led through the, um, led through the, uh, the empowerment of women. In these streets. Nobody courting, especially the men you want, they simply don't have to court. Now, they can choose the court, but courting is a process, and when you invite your social circle and your church and or your family into the process of dating, so if I come to your house, I have to talk to your father, talk to your mother. There are going to be people in our community that can vouch for me and you. And then they can pair us up. And they, if you was a hoe, somebody in your community say, man, don't mess with her. She's a hoe. If the guy was a bad guy, don't mess with him. He's a Romeo. He's a playboy. That's courting. That other people socially can vouch for you. That's courting. Other people are part of the, part of the process. Your grandma. Oh, he seems like a good natured young fella. Yo, mama, she seems like a woman that I can bring home to my mama. But uh, buying flowers and shit like that, that's not courting. Coming off a white horse, this is not courting. There's some men that have had all the peace leave they want. They, they think peace leave is just regular now. So we don't have family. We have uh, way too many older women trying to pull this off. And, of course, you want it to favor you now. Now that you got a belly full of suck seed, but that's neither here nor there. Sad realities are going on here. Sad realities. Another one, Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings is her name. Whitney Cummings is her and She's supposed to be a female comedian. That's sort of an oxymoron. But uh, this is Whitney Cummings here talking about she used to date athletes. A professional athlete, great at what he does. There's not a lot of room for emotion to be involved. It's either true or it's not true, or you're going to get your neck broken. He could date whoever he wanted or sleep with whoever he wanted. And we were like arguing about something. And I was like, well, why would you date me if like I'm the person you date if you want like a challenge? And he just went, why would any man want a challenge? In their relationship. In that moment was like, oh my God, I thought it was like hot to you. I thought it was like mm. what guys wanted. I thought it was like feisty. Like I apologize. Well, especially if you're dating somebody that is high performing in any realm, mm -hmm. has goals. If you're working that hard in the office, do you really want to come home and be like, right, there's that to-do list done. I wonder what fires I need to fight when I step through the front door as well. I dated a... All right. And so she dated. You mean you got your cheeks clapped by a professional athlete? Let's just be honest. You were one of many, but that's neither here nor there. So now we're getting into the I thought 
I knew what men wanted, which is another problem of ruined dating experiences. Men want feisty chicks. Men want sarcasm. Men want funny witty. Women want snappy and snarky. Men want, you know, women that can challenge. You need a woman that can challenge you. I don't understand why they keep leaning on these tropes. They just are showing that they don't know men. Now, men who want that are not high-achieving men, and or if they are high-achieving economically, they're weak. They put up with it because they have no other choice. So they have to like snarky and sassy women and, and women that challenge them. Nobody wants that shit. Not any man, man. Not any man with options. I don't even want barely a conversation. And let's just be frank. Conversations are not supposed to be extended between men and women. It's supposed to be a point and a conclusion, either a question mark, period, or exclamation point. Asking me, constantly asking me questions is not a conversation. Constantly talking is not a conversation. Really, you on mute is the ideal situation, but I can't tell you that because in your world, you think men want women that challenge you. Nobody in their right mind wants this shit. Not when I'm out here being challenged by the world. I want to come home to peace. But of course, you think peace is an attack or an affront on your femininity. Well, I don't want to give you peace. I want to talk. <laughs> Again, some men might want sassiness, but that's part of role play. All right, come here, you sassy little thing. Let me grab you by the throat and make you orgasm while I'm clutching your carotid artery. I mean, <laughs> right? But nobody wants this sassy, dominant, masculine, uh, negative, you can't tell me no what to do type shit. In their world, they want that. They think men want that. A professional athlete, great at what he does. There's not a lot of room for emotion to be involved. It's either true or it's not true, or you're going to get your neck broken. He could date whoever he wanted or sleep with whoever he wanted. There he is. And we were like arguing about something. And I was like, well, why would you date me? If like, I'm the person you date if you want like a challenge. And he. I'm the person you date if you want, like, a challenge. What? A challenge? Man, if you don't take your challenge and ask somewhere else, I don't have any time. That Nobody wants. I mean, there's some dudes that want that. Like I said, they may make money and they may be wanting femdom. Femdom, meaning financial domination. They may want women that are sad. You know, that might be some good flirting for most. Most men don't want that shit. I, I never woke up and said, you know what? I need a woman that can challenge me. I mean. <laughs> Not a one time. Now, I don't think I've one time I've said some goofy shit like that. But of course, in their world, it's like that. Last one. And then I'm going to get to a uh, super chat here. Take a listen at this woman. This woman is going to, we're talking about ruined dating experience. This woman's going to display all of the men who DM'd her. This is one of the reasons why men are un, not trusting of women. This is why we don't text you conversations. This is why we don't send you pictures. This is why we don't send you erotic videos. This is why men cut that shit off. It's because women cannot wait to expose you. Women cannot wait to screenshot it and save it as a receipt. Women cannot, ex cannot wait to go on the internet when the relationship goes left and put your shit all over the internet. This woman right here, and let's just be honest, this woman's fat and overweight, and she ain't never... She, she's mid. She's below mid. She's a four. She's a 49er. 
But because she wants to show people how much attention she gets, she now wants to put everybody's, all these Thirsty Ninjas DMs on display. This is egregious activity that makes men not trust women. The reason she's doing this is because she's not that attractive, right? It's similar if you go to Walmart. Walmart, you'll see a woman who looks like a moose and a bear combined. She got the hump on the buffalo hump on the back of her neck, tattoos willy-nilly and helter-skelter. But she'll have at least two children. The two children she has are, are from different race men. At least two or three baby daddies. Now, why is she doing that? You would think she would be ashamed of this type of behavior. You would think people will look at her as a negative, and they do. But why is she doing this? This is a way to confirm that she's sexually, um, people have sexual interest in her. This is a way, because don't you see a lot of women that trap ninjas in the babies are ugly broads. They're ugly. Like, you're like, who put two babies in this donkey? But the reality is that actually shows and proves that she has sexual viability and fertility. So you're like, who knocked this woman up? Sometimes it'll be a handsome guy. Sometimes it'll be a handsome guy. And you're looking at, you're looking at him, you're looking at her like, nigga. And, she, and he followed another male. So that then she can say, what? I have three kids by three different men. Look at me. I have sexual availability. I have people after me. That way she, you can never say you ugly and overweight. It's a form of validation for her. Look, look at how impossible it is for you to tell me that I am not available sexually. There's a lot of guys that want me. Look, I got three snotty-nosed, nappy-headed-ass kids. I got one by a Mexican ninja, got one by a white dude, and I got one by a ninja. Men F down. So that's a way to do it. This is also a way to do it. She wants to make videos of her of all the men that are in her DMs to validate that she has men after her sexually. It is not to really belittle the men. It is to show people that I got options in her mind. Here we go. What goes on in my Tinder DMs is between me and you. So let's have a look at them, shall we? Damn, you look pretty good saying the absolute least, babe. Them hips and curves. But thank you. We all know I am a bit of a slut for a sausage roll, so thank you so much. Is your beauty real? Uh, no. Hi, Daniela. This is her Tinder. Now, again, why are you sharing this other than to either humiliate the men or show that you have a lot of men interested in you? I'm sorry. Who are you talking to? It's not me. Who are you talking to? Hi. Do you have Instagram? Send to me, please. This is my user for Snapchat. Oh! Curvy? Well, I usually go by Danny, but obviously it's completely up to you. You like motorsports, I like motorboating. Looks like we're a match. Add me. Hey, gorgeous, looking for some brown cock. I'm gonna cut the bullshit, you're cute, and I'd like to get to know you. Snapchat? <laughs> you work from home as well? Okay, looks like I need to start closing my curtains more often. You good? You're gorgeous, you. Say no more. Hi, Demi, good start. Not sure how we match when you're so far away. You're totally right, Theo, but you know what you say? Distance isn't an issue. So you're a liar. You'd be down to take a wild ride on my face. 
good flipping afternoon, Danny. Hope you're not the shy and quiet type, miss. That'll be rubbish for me. Come on now, you mango. <laughs> what goes on in my Tinder DMs is between me and you. All right. So this is an example of the whole flation that people were talking about, right? So this gives a woman the idea, the perception that there's always going to be men available to her, thirsty men sexually. And um, even if the, she knows she's low quality, she has this. This has ruined the dating experience. Ruined it. It's ruined it. So now you're getting to the next part of it is going to be the financial tip of it. Tip. But I got to catch up on the, um, I got to catch up on the support. So let me do this real quick. I'm actually, oh, damn, I just did something that I want to do. I, I just cleared my feet picture history. All right, I got to bring that back. Hold on for a second. I got to bring it back, bring it back, bring it on back, bring it on back, bring it on back. Feet, feet picture history here. But do me a favor, hit the like button. And we're down to the last few videos, but we got to teach our brothers what's going on out here. We got 2,000, close to 2,000 on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We got 900 on the Notorious CGA channel. That means we're close to 3,000 concurrent viewers, and that is just on YouTube. We're also simulcasting on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, and Twitter at the same time. Ninja, I be juggling these whole-ass platform apps. Yes, I do. And I ain't getting no money for it, so I appreciate the contributions. Let's get to the super chats here of the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to alienate. We got Enigma WPG says the girl in the car had no protection tonight. And he says that's how you get hemmed up. Divorce lawyer office called for the January check today. Yep. <laughs> you got your January check. You must have a hearing coming up. Them divorce attorneys know how to do it. Shout out to Reed in here. He says, thank you for your daily teachings. Appreciate you. Age of Machines, what's crazy is this proves wives can uh, put on, put out. This proves that wives can put out on command with good phallic piston potential. Therefore, sexless marriages are all women's fault. It's a fact. They're disassociating with you. Stephen Weiss has a lot to say. He says, CGA, you're right. I met this girl at the airport returning my rental. We saw each other at the gas station and I happened to park behind her. At the rental return, she started to talk to me and we checked in together. She lives in the D.C. metro area. We chatted up the whole time and she's been married for eight years together with her husband for 20 years. She's 36. I'm 36 and she lives by me. I know her whole life story. She's been messaging me on Instagram late at night and early in the morning. The only reason I knew she was married was her wedding ring I feel for her husband. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, this is just options. Yes. Uh, married women be out here in these damn streets. Yes. In these streets. It is. It is. JC says, I can admit I've slain a few barillas in my day. Shout out to you brothers out here. Hey, here's the thing. Um, You know, we talk about standards. And all of these things, and sometimes it sounds like we are salami policing. And by the way, I do not suggest you mess with married women. I would probably cut the relationship off. I leave married women alone. But the reality is men sleep with who's available to them. So this is always going to be a reality. Um, we do talk about standards, and that's more of an extended conversation. 
But men are going to sleep with who's available to them. Now, at a certain point, you should be able to get over this behavior and have some standards because if you do this often, you're actually rolling the dice. And um, men don't need anything but a wet, warm place to park their Johnson. And they will get that done if there's nobody else around. So that is what it is. It's not a criticism of men. In fact, it is um, something that explains the 80-20 rule. And actually is causing quite the riff on the dating marketplace. Because men that are a certain level are believing that the women on their level are unattainable. The reason why they're unattainable is because the women they perceive on their level are screwing men above them. So this is where the dating marketplace has been slanted. Now, if you're thinking or waiting for women to feel sorry for you about this, well, you're wrong. Most societies have been polygynous to a point where women are never going to feel sorry for men who cannot keep up. In fact, this has allowed evolution to go crazy in our society, in our world. Evolution suggests survival of the fittest. If you look at slave plantations, slave plantations always had a breeder. A breeder actually fornicates with the majority of women to impregnate them. Now, this is a design, a eugenic design, to produce stronger, more capable people on the plantation, and it just didn't happen in antebellum slavery. This has been something that has been going on for a long time. But that being said, the 80-20 rule was crazy, and for people today, does this constitute grape? Because you guys certainly have problems with Bob Marley's daddy out here slaying down the people here, or were they full participants in this? You can say that they participated in it, although they were forced into participating. Did they probably enjoy it? I would say probably the breeder enjoyed it, and probably certainly many of the women enjoyed it as well. Sex is not a situation. I want men to understand this. Many, many women will say, no, I want sex to be with one person for the rest of my life, and I'll enjoy it. And guys, that doesn't exist. It has never existed in the history of our time. That is some new shit that y'all got. I don't know where you got it from. You might have got it from a romance novel. But women enjoy sex. They've always enjoyed it. If you look back, I got a, I got a very crazy, I got a very crazy video to show you. Women have always enjoyed sex. If you go back to where we've had societies that have been less Puritan, women have done some crazy shit. Crazy. I mean, there's some things, some phallic tools that women have used made out of stone. Stone, ninja, stone. <laughs> That's how desperate they wanted to get somebody to dig them guts and get them to bust. They want it. But in our society today, we're trained to believe, well, she doesn't really want that. She wants that with one special guy. Hey, you guys will wake up at some particular point. You guys will wake up. That's not how they work. <laughs> That's not how they work. Uh, anyway, but they have to present this to you for safety reasons. Like they present this to you for, so you don't judge them. They present this to you so that maybe you can marry them. They present this to you to claim virtuousness. They present this to you in some societies to say they're virgins so they don't get killed. They present this to you as to say, 
I'm going to give you a great reward that I've not rewarded others. They present this to you so you don't so you don't hang them and stone them. They present this to you as to increase their value as they age and find the best available guy. They present this to you so that you can keep paying for them. Oh, I'm getting something special nobody else is getting. Not really. Not really. And what's to say she doesn't give it away to somebody else when she wants to? It happens. (laughs) Right here. It happens. So they're telling you this, but the evidence proves otherwise. There are some exceptions to the rule. There's a lady watching me right now. She's never even touched herself. I've touched myself anywhere I want to. There's a woman out here. I can't believe he's talking like this. I've never even touched mine before. I've never even, I've never even put in a, I can't even put in a, um, I can't even put in, what do they call it? I have to wear maxi pads. I can't wear tampons. I've never put any side, anything inside of me. There's some women like that out here. I can't even imagine somebody would want this thing down there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> There's some women out here like this. Right? I want somebody to make it feel special. And imagine it smell like potpourri. There's some women out here like that watching me. What are you talking about, coach? I will never let somebody touch mine. It's special. It's a special kitty. A pet knit. That's my special kitty. <laughs> I touch myself. What are you talking about? I never touch myself and flick my button, my little pearl tongue. I never done it. I can only pleasure myself in the company of another male that I'm in love with. I touch myself. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a few of them watching me talking about this. What do you mean flick my bean? What do you mean? She don't even know what it can do. There's a little, yeah, there's there's a couple people out here. What do you mean? I don't never give my punani out. I give it out to only the best men that I'm in a long-term relationship with. I touch myself. Mm. Mine's is special. <laughs> and I'll be looking like, oh, yours is special? Well. I just wanted to say thanks. I'm glad you came along. Partner, I want to sing a song just for you. Because... You're my special friend. You're my special friend. I'll teach you, young lady. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. All right. I got to get to these right here. All right. uh, Shout out to MC Hanser says Tupelo Moose Bears. He says, get your NFL tickets for 2025. Shout out to the Tupelo Moose bears in the building. Shout out to all my special friends out there. I love my special friend. You're my special friend. You're my special friend. (laughs) They mad at me today, brother. Sorry. We got one, two. How many we got? We'll go backwards. Uh, What do we got here? Shout out to our brother, Matthew. N. says, thank you, coach. I was raised by a single mother and a son husband. He says, men, are problem solvers, logic, reason, and common sense solutions to problems go a long way, especially in today's backwards world. And uh, that is the way the society remains stable. However, we do have people that do move emotionally 
which is not exactly bad. But the problem is emotional tends to have unintended consequences that are not thoroughly thought out. And as a result, an emotional decision typically leads to an unintended consequence that you then must solve with emotion. That's where it typically goes, right? You have an emotional, we should do this. And then all of a sudden you do it. Okay, all right, sign the bill. And then you make a law. And then you have a consequence. There's always consequences and repercussions. There's never going to be a solution that has a permanent, uh, that has a complete satisfaction. Everybody's going to be satisfied. Let's just say that. There's just going to be trade-offs. So the trade-offs arrive, and then you see what you're limited to, and you say, wait a minute, why did this happen? And you say, well, because you, you emotionally wanted to make this decision. And they say, well, I emotionally want to make another decision. So then you make another rule on the unattended consequences. Well, we, sh- we had these unattended consequences. Now we got to make another rule. You see how this shit gets out of hand? It gets out of hand. You got to logically think it through with the emotion just to see if this is going to cause another harm. Prohibition caused uh, the Italian or the mafia, not just the Italian mafia, Organized crime. Prohibition caused organized crime to run rampant for five decades until they had to make the RICO law to actually um, get these organized crime members from not running the, running the cities and running the uh, construction communities and running gambling and running number running and running whores and prostitutes. The banning of prostitution led to street prostitution and pimps. Right, you're like, let's ban prostitution, and nobody's gonna ever sell punani again. Well, what's the likelihood that that would be the perfect solution? It has been not. It has led to uh, STDs running rampant, street pimps, women becoming unsafe, and and did I say rise in STIs? You see what I mean? Like, yeah, banning it sounds like a good idea. Making it illegal, and many times people think if I just make it illegal. It'll be safer and everybody will not reach for that option. Same thing as if we just ban early terminations of pregnancy. All you're going to do is make people go to a potentially unsafe place to do it. They're going to run to Mexico. They're going to run to another state. They're going to grab a hanger. (laughs) Same thing is let's ban firearms. That's going to be a dumb decision. It's emotional decision. Obviously, that's going to give the criminals and the police a major advantage. And they're going to use it. It's human nature. It's human nature. How about we teach responsibility? But we don't want to do that. (laughs) So the black market is always going to thrive on whatever you illegalize. You're going to illegalize it? Okay, well, we got people here that are going to, the underworld's going to, the underworld's going to take advantage. It's an automatic. But a lot of people don't understand that in the underworld. So they just go, no, people won't do nothing like that. Yes, they will. They're going to bully, they're going to cheat, lie, steal, kill, and so forth and so on. Always think it through. Always think it through before you just say ban something because because if you're banning it for religious or emotional reasons, well, fuck. I mean, damn. (laughs) All right. You know what I mean? Like, dude, people are crazy. Shout out to our brother, Ken Gray. Ken the Great. That's what I'm going to call you. Ken the Great. Uh, let me see here. Did I get Kaylin? Uh, what are we doing here? Uh, Kaylin said, okay, I uh, already got that one. Let me come back over here. Pause. 
Yeah, there's always going to be a criminal element. There's always going to be black market. It is what it is. And people that don't know that, they're like, you know, lost in la-la land. No, but we'll just punish the black market. No, you won't because they'll be so they'll, they'll have so much power. And then what they'll do is they'll be your judges. The black market will pay off judges. The black market will pay off the police. I mean, the black. <laughs> it's so obvious. All right. Because even those guys will be on the take. Uh, shout out to our brother Matthew and says the six sixes used to be so wholesome, coach. Or you meant I'm sorry, he said the sixes used to be so wholesome. Yes. The sixes used to be where you found your wives. The sixes used to be where you found your wife. Not anymore. The sixes are out here. And again, why the dating marketplace has been skewed is really that five and the six. Really four, five, and six. Four, five, and six is where the dating market's been skewed significantly. It's like the alternate time because a six really had to put something on the line to chase after a Chad or a Tyrone. Now, she could still get the dick down, but she had to think about it long and hard. Like, am I really going to get dick down for him for 10, 12 years and then come out and marry? No, a six knew I better marry up i better not fool around too much i better not be out here a six had a daddy a six had a father you know fathers not being in the home has been very critical and it's funny the absentee parent gets the blame i'm like well the absentee father wasn't there raising them so ladies if the absentee father i'm just thinking here if the man if a male is not there but you are, and you produce incapable humans, does that mean women are incapable of parenting? I'm just thinking out loud. Am I thinking out loud? Is this too much? So you're incapable of doing this. You don't have the capacity. You don't have the ability. If we blame the absent father, you don't have the ability. Hmm? No? The present parent, is the one who fumbled the bag, potentially? I don't know. Why does the absent father get the problems all of the time? It's like I wasn't even there to do anything. Where are we at? Uh, shout out to our brother, last one. Shout out to Jeff, the producer. Shout out to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the absentee caused they caused the what? <laughs> Cause the kid to have no man. I listen, y'all making shit up. Y'all making shit. The absentee father caused the kid to drop out of school. The absentee father caused the kid to turn to drugs. Or the present parent. If you're so incapable of doing it, why do you guys keep choosing to do it? I don't get it, but that's another conversation for another day. It is time for the main event. Hit the Lizike button. And ain't nothing better on YouTube than this show. So don't skedaddle. I see y'all ninjas trying to bail out. I see y'all ninjas trying to not hit the like button. Men are just pet wallets. Why men are just pet wallets? Why the dating marketplace has turned men into pet wallets? I'm going to read this excerpt, explanation, a synopsis of this book. Gentlemen, ladies, I will tell you to go get my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Just get my book. But there's a book called The Manipulated Man. It was written in the 1970s, I believe. 
by one Esther Vilar. This book might be bland, banned on many places, and yes, you can still pick it up on audio, but some places they will act like they don't have a copy of it, and uh, you're going to have to pay $44 for it. But some places you can get it on a device of your choice and read this book. It's called The Manipulated Man, written by Esther Vilar, and they have this is a great book. It's a great book. Um, on the on the cover, it says men have been trained and conditioned by women, not unlike the way Pavlov conditioned his dogs into becoming their slaves. It says that right there. See that? It's by a woman, by the way. It's by a woman, Esther Vilar. This book was written at the precipice, at the height of feminism. Okay, so 1971. This book was written when feminism started to introduce the most appalling laws against the patriarchy, namely Title IX, the, the ERA, the Equal Rights Amendment, the, um, uh, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the, the no-fault divorce, the things that freed women. Well, they actually freed men and enslaved women, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so this was written highly against the movement that we would call uh, third wave feminism. Okay, so let me read an excerpt from this book for you guys right here. I'm going to put this up on the screen. And if this book outsells my book today, Ninja, you, you ninjas need to. <laughs> All right, here we go right here. The Manipulated Man by Esther Vilar, and I will read. This is uh, kind of a synopsis. It says right here, I will begin this journey with this gift to you. Quote, the average American woman is a 304. It says it right here. Her vag is a business. And this business is extortion. <laughs> Y'all ninjas getting it right now, ninja. And I actually, you know, ain't nothing new under the sun. Her most cherished goal is to live at a man's expense. To luxuriate in a life without work or responsibility. This is written in 1971. To this end, she deliberately seeks out men with large incomes and or with resources adequate enough to warrant exploitation. All other males are rejected as losers or friends. This is 1971. Very early on, she learns to control her, her emotions and especially her sexual appetite innately understanding that desire suppressed today can fetch an inflated price tag tomorrow. She learns, and I actually do, was just describing that. That's what the sixes, fives, and fours used to do. She learns to package herself as sexual bait with provocative clothing, perfume, lipstick, and makeup by exerting her sexual power over men. She commands their psychological control, and so she can easily manipulate them into giving her what she wants most, money. The most physically attractive she is or thinks she is, the more she is able to choose a lover with substantial enough resources to satisfy her whims. She sells herself to the highest bidder she can attract as Vilar so thoughtfully observed, hold on to your hats by the age of 12 at the latest most women have decided to become prostitutes. Or to put it another way, they have planned a future for themselves, which consists of choosing a man and letting him do all the work. In return for his support, they are prepared to let him make use of their vages at certain given moments. At that point, any real possibility of communication between the sexes ceases. 
Their paths are divided forever. New, 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 new world order. Now. Now. Men. <laughs> men. Take it easy on yourself. Men are irate right now. This is why women can't tell you this. This is why men like me can tell you these things. And oh, yes, there's truth and there's proof. I have the truth and the proof. The data lies on my side. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you've had a different experience, consider yourself fortunate. But you didn't have a different experience. In order to get the one that the love of your life, you actually had to go through a couple of headaches and hiccups and you had to bump your head. So that, yes, you overcame anecdotally. This is not true for you. And I will tell you, it's okay. I don't want this to be your truth. But the majority of people are dealing with this truth, right? This is our reality. Most marriages don't last. Most relationships don't last, if not any of them. And the reality is, the way the dating marketplace is going today, we can see clearly, and we're going to hear clearly from the videos that I'm going to present, that this, what they say is true. This is true. She said by the age of 12. And a lot of people don't understand that the most important years for a woman's development is between the ages of 8 and 14. Not at 18, not at 25. By that time, their path is already, they've got their personality. They've got their id and ego. They have their belief systems. They have what they want. They have their fantasy, their Lulu. They have what they intent. They have their direction. They have their fertility. Once before fertility are the most important points because fertility is going to alter their perception. That means men of all ages are going to hit on them. Men of all ages are going to offer them stuff. Then it gets into, hey, I'm prepared for this. What am I going to do? Am I going to go for marriage? A boy crazy hoeing? So she says at the age of 12, the woman has decided that she's going to be for sale. For sale. For sale. Now, not all men are going to have to buy, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Here we go right here. Let's start with this young lady right here. I think I've seen her before. This young lady I've seen before and maybe shared a video from her, but um, I'm not about promoting these people, so I'm not going to tell you to go follow them. Let's see what she says here. Talking to a guy that claims to be interested in dating you, and you say something like, oh, I'm going to get my nails done or my hair. I'm going to the mall. And he does not offer to send you money to contribute to that. You need to block him and you need to block him quickly, okay? We don't have time to be talking to men that cannot contribute to our lives, even in the smallest of ways, not in this economy. If you're talking to a guy that claims to be interested in dating you and you say something like, oh, I'm going to get my nails done or my hair, I'm going to the mall, and he does not offer to send you money to contribute to that, you need to block him and you need to block him quickly, okay? We don't have time to be talking to men that cannot contribute to our lives, even in the smallest of ways, not in this economy. Well, the economy certainly does help this as well, but here you go. This is an example, all right? In order to talk to me, you gots to pay. Um, And if I am talking to you and you've already paid, certainly if I say, hey, I'm going to get my nails done, I'm going to Sephora, you certainly should be offering me uh, the ability to pay for these services, right? This is not a joke. But this is how they're thinking, a.k.a. this is how they turn men into pet wallets. You've already seen them floundering in the dating marketplace. Bring back courting. Uh, men want sassy 
men want sassy women. Uh, men want women to challenge them. They're in delusion. You know, they're 30 and above, floating around. Now we get to this point where it's not about the trans. It's not about the the purpose of sex, which is procreation and then second enjoyment. Now it's about selling it. So a real man should do this. Now, the problem is a man can do this. Man's going to be able to do this. Is she going to be a one, the one woman for that man? The answer is no. She might figure this out later that even this is not the solution. There's a trade-off, but this is not the solution. The guy that can do that is certainly going to have his choice of women. If she accepts that, then we know what we have. We have Polly. If she doesn't accept it and say, why are these men not doing this? Uh, this is an example of Kayla Michelle. Kayla, I always say Kayla Michelle. Kayla Nicole. She's with this guy, but now I want an executive. I want a, a record label owner. I want a, a CEO. But you were getting allegedly $4,000 a month in allowance and you had this, you know, and you wanted extra, extravagant trips and gifts. And this guy said no. And he ended up with Taylor Swift. And you ended up out here single chasing around Jalen Hurts, allegedly. So at some point, this fantasy will run out. Okay. And they will realize that guys that can do that are like this guy. Let me see if I can play his video. Remember this guy? He said, when I had the money, it was fine. When I didn't have the money, I'm, I'm annoyed. But as long as he got the money, he will do it. But it's not their solution. Let's go to the next one here. Uh, these women are true gifts to our social media. Check out this woman here. Uh, take a look at this again. Somebody said the sixes used to be humble. Now, this woman is not a six. She's a four, 49er, if I'm just giving a quick evaluation. Just a 49er. Okay, a four who believes she should be treated like a nine that ask, how do you, how do women get the courage to ask ninjas for money? How do this is man, this content is fantastic. I hope these I hope these comments are bots, by the way. How do y'all be asking niggas for money? Because I don't know how, and I wish I did, I'd probably be a billionaire by now. Like, I don't know how to ask nobody for money. And if I do, I mean, I swear it takes me six talks with God to muster up the, the courage to ask somebody to borrow some money. How do y'all get these niggas to pay for your rent? Like, how do you start the, um, I need a tutorial. How do you start the, um, the, the, um, question? Like, hey, you want, um... Like, how do you start it? How do you say it? I don't even feel right. <clears throat> Pregnant. So you gonna pay my rent this month? <laughs> See, I don't need, I can't, <laughs> I can't even take it serious. You gotta just put the rent money in my shoe without me asking and please do that because I wanna ask but I can't. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Yeah. Uh, men are just being reduced to pet wallets. So she gives you access and then she wants to sell. Okay, but I'm, I'm letting them hit, but that's not enough. I feel like I'm giving away a loss leader. So how do I get him to pay my rent? She said pay my rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. 
right? Because they be at Sephora and Ulta and look at her braids. Her braids are done. That's a 300 plus braid job. That don't even include the hair um, and makeup and filter. Now I just have to learn how to get ninjas, how to ask them for money. Uh, the, the comments we're giving, girl, and these are mostly women, mostly women. Girl, don't ask. You just drop hints about what you need. Let's start a group and rehearse with each other. This guy says, if you're a real one, she don't got to ask. She just gets put, put in the budget. This woman says, I need a tutorial. This young lady says, if you know, you know. Okay. They usually start with these four words right here. I'm in a bind, Nate. All right. This guy says the comments are undefeated. This woman says, I've never understood this neither. You mean either? Okay. Oh, y'all be having to ask. Laughing my ass off. Can't relate. Mine's come correct. I don't ask for ish. If he ain't offering you, I show ain't asking. And if he watching me struggle, he ain't my ninja, period. This woman says, let me practice. This woman says, we got too much pride for all of that, sis. This is for the young Delulus. Last one. Let me see here. Borrow says right here. This woman, yes, this is me. I don't want to have to ask, especially when they're already know. Shaking my head, I want to feel needed. They want to feel needed from what I understand. So in their world, in their world, in their world, they're trying to figure out men. They're trying to figure them out. They just don't have an understanding. Whitney Cummings, I thought you liked sassy women. I thought you liked women that challenge you. They don't know. They're thinking, you know, they like to feel needed. I, if I make them feel needed, they'll give me money. <laughs> yeah, they're professional grifters. These women are grifting. They're grifting. I'm hoping, I'm hoping these comments are from bots, but they're not. They're from real people. They're from real, real women sitting around trying to figure this out. The old days of just hooking up being good enough is not good enough. Not for 80%, maybe 90% of men. Hooking up is not good enough. Shout out to the players in the game, guys. Yes, you guys have at it. But for most women, it's not good enough anymore. All right, this woman here says this. I don't care if you are feminist. I don't care if you're a forward thinker. When it comes to the first few dates, without question, let him pay. Don't do that BS in the beginning of 50-50 split that you think shows how cool and progressive you are. What are you doing? The beginning sets the tone of how you want to be treated. Do you want him to pursue you? Do you want to be his dream girl? Do you want him to try to win you over? Or do you want to be like one of his drinking buddy pals that he splits the bill with? He'll let a woman who becomes his doormat pay for dinner for the first few couple of dates. But trust me, a man would never think of doing that with his dream girl. Yeah, I mean, this is guys, this this what they're this conversation that you're hearing is what I call this is what women sit around doing all day. Not all women, but there are women sitting around trying to figure it out how to passively aggressive get what 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 uh what she wants. This is what Esther Vilar said. At 12 and above, they thinking about how they going to sell that punani. Now that men are interested so how am I going to get him to do what I want with passively aggressively, not asking directly? I'm going to give him some pool. I'm going to open my, my legs. I'm going to swallow some succeed. Most of the time, they're doing it for a return. Even, that's called prostitution, by the way. All right, how, how to get him to take you out on a date and take him where you want to go and then pay for the bill. And this is prostitution. I was one of the first content creators that said, 
Dating stems from prostitution. Okay, I did the whole story. We did the whole background. We talked about the laws. We talked about perception of what dating is. Right? They're trying to figure this out all day. And you know what? We trying to think how to get some punani. <laughs> so it works. Yep, setting traps, thotting and plotting all day. All day. When they talk to their girlfriends, all day. Even when, they, even when they're married, thotting and plotting. Even when they're married, thotting and plotting. It's always for sale. Somebody said, just be straightforward. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. See, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If women were straightforward, y'all ninjas would be hurt. There'd probably be half the women left on the population. Because <laughs> y'all ninjas would be going out on a crusade, and women would be in prison. Women would be in prison. Ninjas can't handle straightforward women, so that's why they have to be passive-aggressive. Okay, there's a funny clip of a guy saying women should be like this. And it's a woman, um, and I, I don't know if I can find it fast enough, but a woman is bellies up to the bar, says, this is what I want. Here, I'll pay for your drink. Meet me at the house, clap my cheeks. And dudes are like, yeah, women should be like this. Mm-mm-mm. Why do you not want this? There's one reason and one reason alone. You do not want women to be straightforward. <laughs> Yep, ninjas will be stoning and gulagging them. Y'all ninjas will have women locked up in chastity belts. Y'all ninjas can't handle women being straightforward. <laughs> There's only one woman. I mean, now she can eventually become straightforward with you. You would hope that. Yep, the Salem Witch Trials will be out here. And the Salem Witch Trials, as much as they want to call it about being a witch, it was about hoes. That's what it was. This is Drunk History by CGA. Salem Witch Trials is code word for hoes. Them girls was hoes and skeezers sleeping around with people's husbands and dilly-dallying in some sort of uh, other type of shit, and they tried to round them hoes up. What's the reason why? Yeah. City boy Chad. If women were straightforward, they would go for the same. It would be 95-5 rule out here. It would be 95-5. They wouldn't choose none of you goofy-ass ninjas. None. They would have, it would be death by snoo-snoo out here. It would be death by snoo-snoo. They would have ninjas locked up in chains as voluntary sex slaves. (laughs) Voluntary sex slaves. Y'all ninjas, they would just, (laughs) right? The Salem Skeezer trials, yeah. They would have like 50 guys and 5 million women. (laughs) It would be the same ninjas getting cheeks. Y'all wouldn't get no cheeks. If women could just be open, straightforward. I mean, look at what we got now. And it ain't even, they kind of can straightforward. They're, they're, They're empowered. They would have ninjas lined up in cages, just jumping on a Johnson's ninja. This the ninja working overtime and y'all would volunteer for the job. I'll sign up. I'll sign up. Yeah, they were doing risk crash. I was just joking, by the way, about the same. They, they was hoeing too. But by the way, um, look, sign me up. I volunteer. I told you ninjas are just volunteer. They'd be like, what? Oh, y- y'all picking. Okay, hold up. I volunteer. Y'all really be mad. 
Anybody see the, I don't know if I can show the death by snoo suit. Is it on YouTube? Is it on YouTube? Death by snoo snoo. I'm going to see if it's on YouTube. If it's on YouTube, I'll show it. You think this will be the best death by snoo snoo. Okay. Let me see if it's on here. If it's on here, I'll play it. All right. It is on here. I don't know if I can play it though. How long is the clip? <laughs> It'll be a mess. Because really, those 50 men could populate the earth. Those 50 men could populate the earth. Yes. Let me see if I can find it here. Hold up. It appeared mysteriously just about time men die out. So why did you make it Fair use. It seemed like different kind of politician. Not Beltway Insider. Computer, we bring offering of bath beads and scented soaps. Your gift pleases, Computer. Computer demands to know why there are men on her planet. It was an accident, ma'am. That does not compute. Computer will return after deciding your punishment. Uh, Leela, I'm through making fun of women. Now I want them to help me. Should we do something? There's no hurry. <clears throat> yes, a little tighter. Tighter. Yeah, that's y'all ninjas up there volunteering. Yep, just choke me out. Do what you want. <laughs> Perhaps a hard spanking is in order. <clears throat> Too hard! Men strange. You have them on your planet? I'm afraid so. What they for? Oh, you mean snoo snoo. Uh-oh. We hear tell men used for snoo snoo. But all we have go on our ancient legend and subscription to Cosmo. Just FYI, I could be used for Snoo Snoo. There you go, see? Hey, they like, oh, what? We just going to be up in here chained up getting Punani? I'll do it. Ninjas will do it. I don't care what she look like, how old, how young. Ninjas will be like, chain me up. <laughs> Silence! You want die like last men visit Amazonia? What'd they die of? Crushed pelvises. Oh, look, see, look at y'all dumbass ninjas. Look at you dumb ninjas. Look, that's how they, that's how dudes will go out. The 50 dudes they pick, they go out and they go out smiling. Look at, look at they, look at the skulls showing teeth. Look at the skulls happy as hell. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> they just like, okay. Yeah, that brother's starving. I'll die like that. That's good. Come on. That bison news new. I don't give a damn. Sign me up. Yes! Oh, thank you, Lord in heaven. After lengthy famputations, I, Famputer, have decided the fate of the men. Famputer sentences them to death! <laughs> By Snoo Snoo! Yeah! <laughs> what are you, gay? Death to the man. Death by Snoo Snoo. Ah! Although the Snoo Snoo part's gonna be pretty good. Baby, it'll blow your mind. Vimputer, be reasonable. <laughs> sure, men are annoying, and they wreck up whatever planet they're in charge of. But most of these men are sort of my friends. They don't deserve to die. Hmm. Perhaps men are not as evil as Vimputer thinks. But they make fun women's basketball. What? <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. What? Yes. Uh, they got a copy. I got a copyright notice. They didn't show the best part. They didn't show the best part. What happened? Damn. I th they didn't show the best part. So anyway, they got the clapping cheeks. And what happened was after they, they clapped cheeks, they got like two or three nuts. 
and they were done. And But they had a whole line of women. They had a whole line of snoo snoo. So they thought they was done. They busted two nuts and they wanted a rest. And the girls was like, uh-uh, you got all of them down there. <laughs> they took that part. But I did get a copyright notification, so this stream might not see the playback right away. So, again, you don't want women to be, you, you don't, yeah, they need the other part. Go go look up the other part after the show. Because the other part was, they was they was clapping cheeks. And then the, they was getting throttled. Now, they was getting throttled. And then there was a whole bunch of women. And they wasn't even done yet. And they was like, could I take a little break? They was like, no. Nope. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me get back onto this show right here. That's why you don't want women to be straightforward. They would reveal who they really are. And yes, they it'd be death by snoo snoo. Y'all be dead. Y'all need just like sign me up. Oh man, y'all guys, man, damn. Y'all y'all dying over some punani. Come on, man. Uh, here it is, right here. Uh, of course. Some of the best roads aren't roads at all. Ah. This bill is only one fifteen, and he telling me to pay for my own food. It's- and you brought me here. It's only it's only fifty dollars. But so what? It's the point. You brought me here. Why would I pay for my own food? I got money, but it's a three Long Island on here. I didn't even have a Long Island. Okay, but you asked me what do I drink. I didn't know I was paying for my own stuff. I mean, I Man. I had the transportation. I'm not going to just pay for my own stuff. I don't even care. I can't believe this, y'all. This is real. Like, this is... He really, I had the transportation. He really here. telling me to pay for... It costs like $30 in gas to come out of here. $115. $115. $115. And I got to pay for my own food. I might as well pay for it all. I want to ask you something. If you went out to eat with a dude, if a dude brought you out to eat... Why you got the camera pointed up your nose? And he said, are you paying for your own stuff? Wouldn't you be like... Me personally, that happened to me before. It happened to me before, too, and it's happening right now. (laughs) Um, I'm about to pay the whole thing because it's like, (laughs) I want you to know that I got money. I mean, that's what you want to do? I'll pay the whole thing. Are you going to at least tip her? You going to tip her? Oh, man, look at this ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. (laughs) Got him. Got him. He got he, brother. I mean, he got the alopecia going on there. Yeah, man. Uh, guys like this should not be dating, right? Because this is what women are looking for. And of course, she claims to have her own money. I beg to differ. She probably has barely enough to cover it, but she might have her own money. But men in this position, they just simply don't have enough in this economy to be able to pull this off four or five times a week. So he's trying to cut corners as much as he can and rationalize with her. <laughs> All right, to say I pay for the gas and man, come on, man. I, I just don't I just don't think these this is a healthy way to do it. And then when you don't do it, you get exploited, as in the book Esther Vilar said. They're looking to exploit you. If they can exploit you financially, they're gonna exploit you for content. Content. Bro, I, I told you. I didn't I told you, yeah. Bro, I told you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so the exploitation, the reason why, and it could be a skit, the reason why she's recording is now the exploitation now exists because you didn't pay the bill. All right, we got another woman here talking about this. Here we go. 
do choose to go on a date i want you to feed me i don't want to just go for drinks and i feel like a lot of people will say like a coffee date or like let's just go for drinks and like see if we vibe and then let's do dinner the next time i see that as like you're cheap no let's go to dinner let me see the way you order let's see your mannerisms let's see the vibes you're gonna order one dessert or two desserts let's see how generous you are and I don't know. Like, I feel like already when you're going on a date, you're taking a risk. So like, if you're not willing to like take the risk and feed me and you're only like down to take me for drinks, I find that weird. Like, I'm not into that when I do choose. This woman is a professional dater and a 304 professionally. <laughs> I mean, this is what it is. But um, again, I don't believe that the first date should be a dinner. This is what you give your girlfriend so that when it comes down to paying, it would make sense to pay. But when you're taking strange women out, that's prostitution. I mean, you can gray area it all you want. It's what it was intended for. So you're not supposed to meet and learn mannerisms over a date with a stranger. That would be what courting's for. That would be what courting is for. That's not dating. So women that think this way are messing up the game just as much as men are messing up the game by not wanting to pay. You can think that learning each other over a meal and mannerisms is the way to do it well that's because you're in a bad position and you fucked over all your friend zone and your social circle now you out here hoeing and now guys you out here paying prostitutes functioning as good women so you just a pet wallet you just a trick a time trick a date trick and that's what you are that's all she sees you as and esther vilar basically said this right here right here by the age of 12, at the latest, most women have decided to become prostitutes or, to put it another way, they have planned a future for themselves which consists of choosing a man and letting him do all the work in return for his support. They are prepared to let him make use of their vaginas at certain given moments. At that point, any real possibility of communication becomes uh, between the two sexes ceases. Their paths are divided forever. Once you get into the uh, manipulation right here, let's go forth. Her vagina is a business, and this business is extortion. Her most cherished goal is to live at a man's expense, to luxuriate in a life without work or responsibility. To this end, she deliberately seeks out men with large incomes or with resources adequate enough to warrant exploitation. All other males are rejected as losers and friends. Right here. Losers and friends. Losers and friends. You see this? This is, guys, right here. Oh, you don't want to pay? You don't want to let me use you or exploit you? You're a loser. Boom. Oh, you in the friend zone. Boom. Oh, you can still pay, but there's no possibility of sex. I'll just exploit you. Boom. Hmm? Ain't nothing new under the sun. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Men are in love. Women are in business. All men pay. They're going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out a way. Same thing as this woman. Oh, I see you as a loser. She said it. Uh, 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 oh, you don't want to pay? I see you as a loser. But she's a whore, right? She's a prostitute. And I'll give you access if you pass my little test of, I feel like men should pay for my food. They should feed me. Now, I don't think men should feed you, no. I feed wives and girlfriends. I feed uh, uh, women that are on my payroll. I feed you. But not strange women. All right, we got this woman right here. We got another one. We're cruising towards the end of the stream. Here we go right here. Single mother says, if a man is taking her out on a date, he should pay for the babysitter. Oh, 
I don't want a date. I got to get a babysitter for my kids. Okay. Should a nigga if pay for that? Yes. Because no. that's what now. No. For the kids that you made prior yes, to me. That's what now. A part of me is my kids. And in order to take me We're out. You're making an investment for a relationship. So, and that's why. And, and, and I shouldn't have to pay for your trying. When you invest in I'm not saying company, every day. I'm saying, okay. No, no date. Uh, unless no. we're in a relationship, that's when you can even feel like I should be adding on. I should be paying for stuff like that. A man but, that's for me, in no. my opinion. Yeah. They know that, okay, she's a mother of two. She's mm -hmm. holding down a business. She's holding down a house. She's commuting from Jersey to New York. All right, how much is your babysitter? To go out on a date? I got to get a babysitter for my kids. Okay. Should a nigga if pay for that? Yes. Again, we're talking about how men, because dating is ruptured, men are just seen as pet wallets. I would not engage in this type of thing, and I would do my best economically to get myself out of dating women like this, Right. I'm not going to date a woman like this. I simply don't have it. I don't need to. So that's one of the ways you can overcome it. But of course, guys are like, well, they'll still use you at the top. Yeah, but you got more leverage and options. You don't have to deal with a long face straggle like this one. <laughs> You're dealing with some women that's going to give you some value back, like a young piece of calico at least, or a good looking woman, at least with a make face full of makeup. She know how to behave. She got some class. You taking out classless chicks because that's what you can afford. Next video. Next video, this woman says, I don't need to know what you do to everybody. Somebody recently who tried to take me on a date and he's like, yo, I only take women on coffee dates. It's an immediate no, lose my number for me because I appreciate. It has nothing to do with how much money you plan to spend on me. It has everything to do with you telling me that I typically take women on. I'm not a typical experience, baby. And I need you to see that out the mm. gate. Even if that's what you typically do, don't tell me that that's your typical behavior i'm not interested in nothing typical i'm a one percenter in all around like in what i earn and what i do don't tell me about no typical shit did you do your due diligence yeah. there's nothing typical about how i live my life right. i don't put anything typical out there why would you tell me about what you typically do go ahead and typically lose my number mm, that's not what i'm interested now you could have taken me on that coffee date and you could have made that feel real exclusive for me and i would have been happy about that i don't need to know what you do for everybody else yeah. i'm not that there was I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> she sounds very typical to me. She doesn't seem atypical. She doesn't seem extraordinary or extraordinary. She seems like a classic, classic, classless, typical woman. That's it. I mean, she looks typical as well. So, I mean, there's not much there. What's happening is, and I'll break down what's happening. What's happening is they become harder to impress and please at advanced ages. Let's go back. As much as people are uncomfortable with it, they're getting their experiences with this in their reality check at a very young age when they start getting attention. Thus, they will go through these learning curves and bumps and these things that they should be matured out of at a certain age. Once you pass this age, you're just, you know, you would be called what people call leftover. I call final call. Uh, people call Hail Mary. Uh, some uh, Kevin Samuel said they're um, danger zone. Okay, so 
These are the ages of what's happening here. I say final call, last call. It's the last call for you to get any sucker. If you pass this, you you just miss, you're going to miss out. Um, because then she's trying to be impressed and she's constantly finding that men can't impress her. She's done everything. She's flown herself to Paris, right? I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Okay, so she's done all of these things. So now when she keeps saying these guys ain't enough, it's not enough, I need a better experience, then the guys are trying to give her a typical experience, which is somewhat, somewhat fair. But she's like, no, my first experience, I got to be blown away. I got to, you got to helicopter me into the Grand Canyon on the island with candles around it <laughs> and the food catered in and people serving us. Just in case someone does do that, does she have a chance to secure that man? No. No. Just, let's just play devil's advocate. If she does secure that guy, let's just say she's lucky enough to find that guy. Can she secure that guy the answer is no that guy's gonna use her and or pay for services services will be rendered and he will be on to the next or she will be a part of his rotation or she will have an allowance i don't know what to tell you and then when he's done with you he will discard he will cut off the deal he would actually send you the severance package and then you'll be knowing you, you want to know how to pay your rent next month or you'll be hurt or you'll be trying to find another version of that guy. Give me a guy with power. I want a CEO. Sadly. OK, so I'll never, never say never. Um, but I fully wholeheartedly believe that I am like out of the athlete stage. I would love to just date someone that mm. I do think that I'm attracted to men in positions of power. Mm -hmm. I also think that those type of men are attracted to me. Mm -hmm. So I would love to date like a executive of a record label right. or a movie producer. Mm -hmm. So then we could like go to the sporting events. Like let's right. date night be courtside yeah. of like, that's my kind of guy. Yeah, that's my kind of guy. Yeah. And that's you. That's my kind of guy. Look at that shit right there. And you'll be one of many. You'll be uh, a concubine. You'll be on a harem. Just, just to go back, historically, we have had not monogamous marriages. We have had concubines, harems, polygyny, polygamy. Overwhelmingly, 80% of relationships were one of those in the history of time. This is what leads to 40% of men procreating versus 80% of women procreating in the history of time. Why is that? Well, you got a top tier men getting access to the majority of women and polygyny, concubines, and harems. Then you add on the fact that if a guy does procreate with a woman and he doesn't live long and she manages to live through childbirth, she's going to select another one. Another guy's going to come along. So you have those things playing against it to where women have really not perfected monogamy, not through childbirth, even in the United States. And I'll end on this point. Monogamy has led to the lowest birth rate in the history of the country. The lowest. The lowest. The, the highest divorce rate in the history of this country. Women not being what? Owned, a.k.a. responsible for, has led to the biggest sexual cock carousel in the history. It has led to the most breakups and the most abuse domestically. It has led to women being 30 and 40 still figuring it out.
Yes, monogamy has. We've managed to actually become below replacement levels. Monogamy in the economy. In the economy. It is not good for a a society to actually believe they're going to thrive and um and and produce less children right you have islamic countries producing crazy producing like crazy you have a poor impoverished country producing like crazy you have mexicans in mexico producing like crazy you have uh um you have uh, uh what the people call the jewish people producing like crazy you have chinese people producing like crazy in america <laughs> in america lowest production even slavery bred more people than monogamy (laughs) even slavery managed to be able to breed people like crazy so what has actually been the most stable thing for society you guys got to do your own math on that one what has allowed people to be able to thrive survive you do your own math you do your own math but keep it going india producing like crazy uh you can thank water and uh, other things that have been produced as well. But now we got situations where women want to be impressed at mid-30s, mid-30s. I think this is egregious party file. Ladies, it's a party file. To be able to think you're in a princess treatment at your advanced age. This is, it. This is how it's not supposed to work. Not. And also... Single women create prostitution. They don't create a joyous society where the men lose. If women are not accounted for, meaning responsible for, the increase in prostitution goes up like crazy. I was going to use a big word, but I don't think I have the proper way to use it. The more single women, the higher amount of prostitution there is. It goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. And do we see that today? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. Because why? I showed you in clips. They cannot support themselves. They're unwilling to support themselves. They're unwilling. Meaning, meaning that even if they got income, they still think, I need to ask a guy for income. You heard the videos where they're like, hmm. You know, when I go get my nails done, a guy should pay for it. When I uh, need my rent paid, a guy should pay for it. Not a husband, a guy. So the more single women there'll be, the more likely people will say things like sex work is work. More likely there will be women engaging in prostitution. They cannot support themselves. Not only can they not support themselves, again, they're unwilling to support themselves. So the unwillingness, the demand... The, why aren't guys taking me on dates? That's former prostitution. He should pay. Former prostitution. He should pay for the possibility. And you have no intent to give it to him. You have no interest in him. But he should pay. Mm-mm. Somebody said right here, women, men are. <laughs> He's got the numbers up high. All right, but next time, super chat that long ass shit. All right, before you come in here with your descent. All right, what are we going here? What are we doing here? They're going to have to legal. They've already decriminalized it in many municipalities because they have to. 
Not only that, the Reading Rainbow agenda has made them decriminalize it because they were so-called unfairly prosecuted and arrested at higher rates. So now, as a result, that's what they're doing. Dating is dead. Dating is dead. Like the tradition. Now, can men and women date? Yes. But dating for mating, dating for wives, dating for commitment is dead. Let me ask the ladies this. I'm going to ask the ladies this. How many, because the women are saying, a guy should feed me. Okay. How many men have you gotten into a relationship with that took you on a date where they fed you on date number one? Where the hoes at? <laughs> Not the good girls. The good girls, you're probably, if a woman's watching me, you're more likely to be single and or married. Not um, you're single and looking, not, not to skeezers. Skeezers don't watch me too much. Maybe they do. If, if, if relationships are stemming from meals on the first date, how many men have you gotten into a relationship with that started as a meal date versus the ones that didn't? The ones that didn't start with a meal date either did not continue or you got your insides pussy in your esophagus. It did not start with the meal date. And I'm talking about a good meal. Not no, not no hey, we met for uh, lunch and we got breakfast sandwiches and shit. Right? I'm talking about a date where you dressed up and you sat across from each other and you did the whole thing and you got the you got the steak in the uh you got the steak in the briefcase. How many dates, how many relationships started from there? Not that many. Which means, in effect, what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> somebody says, uh, somebody says, my husband. All right. Again, it's possible, but is it a is it a guarantee? It is a, is that an indicator that you're going to that's where you started and it's gonna end this successful relationship? Not really. Not really. Yeah, anyway. Shout out to Brian Taylor says revenge is sweet. Literally a year ago, an overweight female coworker threw me under the bus in a team's group chat. I've been bringing cookies, cakes, donuts, and other sweets to work. Knowing she would overindulge. She just informed me she has diabetes. My plan work. Am I wrong for this? Or did she do it to herself? That <laughs> ninja out here on an evil mission. <laughs> Gave her diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> all right gave her diabetes shout out to agent machine says women circuit judge in vegas putting up hot tub pics with two public defenders quoting cardi b with her memories out he says straggles with gavels are dangerous uh-oh vegas judge has been making the news today uh let's see here i'm gonna put hot tub i'm gonna pull this up for later oh oh it's a black woman oh lord jesus <laughs> oh no oh and there's two girls in the hot tub man almighty jesus man all right i'm gonna pull that up for later thank you agent machines u.s army retire says the veteran affairs has approved the 10-year marriage law your divorced spouse of 10 years or more years of marriage 10 years 10 or more years of marriage will receive 50% of your VA rating for life. 10% through 100. 
Strife XL says the same way men want to flex on getting girls, women want to flex on having men being their wallet. This is a fact. I know we think it's weird that a woman, just like a woman with multiple kids can show that she's sexually viable and she's being selected sexually, women also can show other women that they're important by how they're treated by a man. This We do this as well because we say arm candy, baddie, whatever you guys want to date. You say, I got, I got a girl who looks good, therefore I'm a better man, right? So women want to say, look at what this guy did for me. He took me here. He flew in a helicopter. He took me a candlelight dinner. He took me to the top of the world. He, put, he gave me flowers. Ooh, look, the flowers, she don't like flowers. Women be like, oh, flowers. They smell it. It don't smell like nothing but dirt to me, but have at it. And it just be, I don't know what people be smelling when they smell flowers. They be like, smell it. Smell like dirt. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, but they then show, look at her, look at, somebody gave me flowers. Somebody thought of me. Somebody values me. Somebody paid for my nails and my gels and my Manny and Petty. When they're not getting this, they have nothing to brag about. Look at my engagement ring. Look at my diamond ring. Look how much I'm going to let him suffering. So they're doing this to show other people. Just as much as they use it to humiliate guys, you didn't pay for me humiliation. Look at what this guy did for me. And it's normally going to be somebody that she does not think high of, with the exceptions to the rule, think high of. Okay, look at this simp. Look at this gum. They're not going to put you in the picture with the flowers. They're not going to put you in the picture of them at the top of the world. They Barely. But it's a validation move, yes. It's a validation. Look at what somebody did for me. That's all it is. That's all it is. Then she goes back and brags. Hey, she go back and brag. He took me to the top of the world. Took me to the top of the world. He swept me off my feet. He picked me up in the G-Wagon. He, he, he took me shoe shopping. He, he bought me a dress. He had two dresses laid out, a black and a red one. He had, uh, he had baby oil for my legs. He let me spend the night. He rented a cabin. He took me skiing. He took me to Costa Rica. He flew me here. This is all validation, bro. This is all validation. And all you got was some punani. And you overpaid for it, too. Yep, he took me to Roos Chris. And look at my food. Look at this. <laughs> all right. It's all for their own validation to show. And uh, what do other women do? Damn, nobody love me like that. I got to find me a sucker for love-ass ninja. <laughs> right? No matter what you do, they going to broadcast that shit. Look at him. I told him to send me Uber Eats. And he said, yeah, baby. I'll send you Uber Eats, and then she gonna take a bag. She gonna take a picture of the bag at Uber Eats. Look at what this ninja sent me. I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> it's for validation, man. Just play the game, ninja. Play the game. All right. Shout out to who is this? Teresa. Teresa says just supporting the best entertainment ever. Shout out to you. We almost here. I'm about to be in court in a minute. Ninja about to be in court. Shout out to Dewana says women list of demands will continue to grow. And sadly enough, because let's be honest, 
women being able to afford things on their own will lead them to want more things. So a woman now can make money, and this is throwing things off. They can provide a certain lifestyle for themselves. Now, you must come in. Now, I'm telling you, dating used to be a banana split. Oh, he took me out for a banana split. Today, ninja, especially older women, right? Older women, they be having your ass out here. Let's go on a trip. These bitches want to go on a trip. I don't even know who you are, number one. And number two, why am I bringing you on a trip when there's Punani where I'm going? Like, you're already here in my bed in this zip code. Why would I take you to another zip code when there's more Punani over there? <laughs> like, I don't understand the trip thing. I don't understand the trip. But again, I love to travel. I'm passport ready. Why am I taking you? Somewhere where there's other bitches. <laughs> like. I, why am I taking you where somewhere else where there's other women cheaper? Anyway. <laughs> like this is absolutely insane. This is nuts to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm like, I don't get it. Now, listen, if you my girl and you prove yourself. All right, I'll take you somewhere. All right, let's go to Cabo. <laughs> let's go to Cabo. Or you're my wife. All right, let me treat you. Let me do some good. And you did good. And I was like, good girl. Good girl. All right, go on out there. <laughs> yeah, it's right here. Or I was, somebody said, or I was going to propose to you on the beach, maybe. Yeah, but I'm not going to take no woman nowhere where there's other women. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> Like what? You know how much Punani is out here when I get in touchdown? When I touch down, there's going to be other Punani. All this calico out here, and I done brought sand to the beach. I don't understand, like, this thing here. There, there's re within reason, within reason. Why would I take you all the way across the seven seas, and there's women over there? I'm going to fly 18 hours with a at-home piece of peace leave that I was getting 18 hours away. Mm. <laughs> like, wait, I took you 18. I, hold on for a second. I took you 18 hours where there's Ling Ling's walking around like kitty cats in the alley. But I took some black woman to Asia so she can experience Asia. With all these damn linglings running around. Why the hell would I do that? <laughs> like, what? That would be the worst waste of money. I, I could okay, maybe if I went out two weeks ahead of you and then you flew out afterwards. <laughs> all right, I I'm gonna go out here. Uh, I'm gonna be out there a month before you get there, and then we'll stay for a week. When you get there, you'll stay for a week. I'll show you around. But you know damn for sure I'm about to clap lots of Ling Ling cheeks over there. Before you get over there, that whole month, I might not need no Punani over there. I could get Punani back in Vegas when we get back. She was like, you don't want no Punani? I'm here. Nah, I'm good. I got my meat fixed all month. I'll get some back when I'm in Las Vegas. Mm. <laughs> right? Anyway. Like what? What are we doing out here? Like I don't get it, guys. Ladies, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Anyway, they just showed up 
with a woman when I can have this right here. Ninja showed up when I can have this right here. <laughs> what? And she mad dogging me looking all mad because I'm over there getting that treatment right here. What the hell? This ain't no, this is crazy. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let me stop with the bullshit. All right. Anyway, shout out to Lurker says feminism miscalculated men and the power of the media. They did. They did. Uh, they, they definitely overplayed their hand with a lot of things with feminism. So men, they, they overplayed the fact that they didn't see prostitution or the act of the dating prostitution. Like guys, they didn't, they didn't factor that in. They didn't factor that in. And a whole bunch of things they didn't factor in. Again, many people make a, um, um, a emotional decision, not knowing the unintended consequence. This happens all the time, particularly with women or low thinking individuals like the community. Like you didn't anticipate that they would just bring over um, migrants. They call them migrants, not immigrants. You didn't think that. So y'all was riding out section eight until they got tired of y'all asses. So this is a passive aggressive way to replace you. And then section eight ain't gonna be for you. Right? They, we need housing for these migrants. Don't be so selfish. So they're going to be like, Hey, sink or swim ass ninjas. Uh, we got plantations. We got jails for you. All right. And so people didn't anticipate that meaning that they're going to have to protect, take care of us. No, they ain't bring in the migrants, send them in. Sending the migrants. And now y'all asses out here stuck on stupid. There's always unintended consequences that people don't think of. Women always thinking they're going to get the, as long as I don't get the short end of the stick, it'll be good. And then they got the short end of the, they got the, they got the large stick pause. And then down the line, they end up gotten the short end of the stick. How come these guys ain't proposing? How come these guys ain't cold approaching? How, many, how come these guys ain't getting in relationships? How come they only want to hook up? Hey. Got to think long. Well, don't think too long because you think wrong. All right, I think I got everybody. That means I got to get out of here. Ninja got to go put his suit on. I'm going to court today, but I should be back. Unless they throw me in the jail and I become a slave. But I should be back for the evening service. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here. Peace. Peace.